Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Here at Critical Role, we love telling stories and making narratives come to life, which is why we're so excited to share that we're bringing a new semi-improvised fiction podcast into the Critical Role fold with our show, Midst. Journey to the small desert town of Stationary Hill on the planet Midst and follow the intertwined lives of three complicated antiheroes as they deal with unsolved murders, cult brainwashing, supernatural darkness, and, oh yeah, their moons suddenly falling from the sky. Ugh, freaking moons, they're so unreliable these days. The story's created by an extremely talented group of friends known as Third Person. These playfully omniscient, fourth-wall-breaking narrators describe all the action, play every character, and take an unorthodox approach to storytelling that really makes the experience come alive. Look to the Midstall of the week, that means Wednesdays, for new weekly episodes at midst.co, your favorite podcast app, or Critical Role's YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this amazing story as much as we do. Hello, spellcasters, sages, and spectators. I'm Ashley Johnson, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tap into our magical narrative by watching Critical Role as it airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can watch the video on demand right away, or you can catch it the following Monday on YouTube. As always, Critical Role will be available right here in podcast form on Thursdays, a week after the initial broadcast. And now, let's scry into the story and see what mysteries it holds for us, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. It's our last episode before the holidays. So we're getting, getting comfy. At least I am, and uh, I'm glad everyone else yeah, is too. You still look comfy though. You look counts. Well, before we get into our session tonight, <laughs> our last session of the year, uh, we have some announcements to get through. Beginning with our first sponsor, uh, which, um, well, Sam's last sponsor of 2023 is Meta and their new action role-playing VR game, exclusive to MetaQuest, Asgard's Wrath 2. Got a. Anything special for them? Boy, do I ever, Matt. Asgard's Wrath 2 is available now only on MetaQuest and free when you buy MetaQuest 3. Travel across vast realms to battle gods and monsters <laughs> in pursuit of the trickster god Loki, who threatens to undo the threads of the universe. Alongside Egyptian gods, you'll fight deadly warriors and mythical creatures. Convert loyal animals into your own warrior follow followers as you explore a massive free-roaming world and solve god-scale puzzles. What? <laughs> and experience gameplay like never before with groundbreaking VR. That was, that was actually quite nice, Sam, uh, but I... I thought you mentioned you had something like particularly special for them. Oh, that's right, yes. As 2023 draws to a close, we've made so many wonderful advertising memories together. 
Some made us laugh, some made us cry, but all made us want to buy things. So thanks to Asgard's Wrath 2, let's take a look back at a magical year of sponsorship. Okay, then a song plays. Okay, okay. Or not if the editors want to fuck with me. <laughs> Maybe this is still going right now, I don't know. Asgardswrath2.com. See child safe. See child safety guidance online. Meta accounts are for 10 plus. Asgard Wrath. Asgard's Wrath 2 is for ages 17 plus. Bundle. <laughs> bundle offer ends 127.24. Terms apply. Thank you, Meta, for sponsoring this episode. And now, Matt, happy holidays and wrath to you. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Sam. Stop at the end. Did you have to say Asgard? You say Asgard instead of Asgard? Oh, is it Asgard? Well, it's not Asgard. Asgard. That's a different product. Right? It's like an Ascot you put on. No. I don't know anything about anything. I'm a bad geek. Indeed. And our next sponsor is Verizon. Want to score big for the holidays? Verizon has the perfect deal for you. Now until December 20, 31st, 31st of December, you can get a year of Netflix on them when you purchase an annual subscription of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate through Verizon Plus Play. That's a $275 value, uh, apparently. There you go, Ashley, asking the right questions. Uh, play hundreds of your favorite games like Starfield, Halo Infinite, Forza Motorsport, and more on your console, PC, or cloud. But again, this deal ends on the 31st, so go check out vz.to slash critical role for all details. Thank you, Verizon, for sponsoring this episode. Woo! Hey. Marisha. As Matt <laughs> has mentioned, I think like three Ask times Matt. now. As Matt. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, as Matt has mentioned, this is the last show of 2023. Um, sure? Next week we're on break for the holidays, so episode two of Candela Obscura, Circle of Tide and Bone, Ooh. will actually air on January 4th. Uh, and then we will return with Critical Role on January 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, but yeah, as always, keep up with our weekly programming schedule that you can find on critroll.com. And now that it's the holidays, you can use this time to catch up on like Bell's Hell. I've heard of them. Or Midst, which is like great cozy fall vibes, I it feel is, yeah. like. Good, yeah, check out Midst or Candela, previous Ooh. chapters, or even one shots like our Red Nose Day one with Tony Hale and Sam Richardson. Ooh. Ooh. 
Right. Speaking of Red Nose Day, Ashley. Hey, there we go. In the spirit of the holidays, <laughs> there is still time to donate to our CRF campaign Yay. helping to end the cycle of child poverty worldwide. Yay. So, if you have the means, your donation can make a huge difference. Getting lower and lower. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, look at me. So, please visit critroll.com slash Red Nose Day for more information and to donate until... December 31st. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you all so much for <laughs> yeah, supporting this Red Nose Day push. Uh, Laura, you're up next, I believe. Hi. Guess what? Hi. Oh. I have oh. this. It's a bust of Caleb and Percy, which I think is a really great pairing that we don't. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. don't promote enough. Yeah. Well, what was there? We don't talk anymore. No. No. I mean, back in the day, we were like, hey, you're, you're titled, I'm titled. Who are these people? I already to be fair, it. you two are still thick as thieves in oh. campaign three. Oh, yeah. On the, on the scale of political machinations. Right. Anyway, yeah, check this out. It's a Caleb and Percy bust. It's the last in our series with Dark Horse. <laughs> based on the Vox Magna Origins Comedic. Comedics? The Comedics. Guess what? I can highlight details on this, like the names engraved on the list. Check Ooh, it out. That's actually really cool. Also, there's that's an cool. Easter egg of a sun tree. Oh, right really? Here. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. Oh, that's pretty I like that's the spilled awesome. wine. There's a little white stone somewhere right here. Oh, yeah, in the back. Yeah, oh, spilled yeah, the spilled wine. Yeah, the spilled wine. I love wine on the back. It's just so great. Anyway, <laughs> don't miss out on assembling this legendary collection and pre order now exclusively at darkhorsedirect.com. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, thank you so much, Laura. You're welcome. And in case you missed it, the team over at Crit Roll Stats announced that they'll be sunsetting their site on January 1st. Oh, so, oh, uh, oh, hi, Danny. Had to be part of the shout out to Crit Roll Stats, because I love them. It's important. <laughs> uh, so we all here wanted to give a special shout out and a huge thank you to all the lovely folks over there for their tireless efforts over these past eight Years. They've been here since the very beginning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I think August was when they started because yeah. I could tell that by their Twitter. Boom. There you go. Uh, for those who, who don't know, if, uh, from character sheets to damage counters, dice roll stats, live tweeting, uh, live tweeting mm -hmm. uh, so many more things they have been putting out there for the community to enjoy and keep track of and be on board for. Uh, so you. Critical Sets, you've all done such incredible work and you've been such an invaluable community resource and we will be eternally grateful for you. Uh, excited for all of your future endeavors and uh, to you, Andrew Kay, Singing Badger, Lauren Kay, and Catherine Kay, thank you so much for absolutely everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. <laughs> Sincerely. Um, if you haven't yet or want to go, uh, now again, go visit CritRollStats.com for more info and, of course, ways to support them and all the things they have going forward. So we wish you all the best, all the love, and uh, we'll see you around. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, guys. And thank you, guys. And with that, I believe that concludes. Who wants this in front of them? Who wants no, it? I'll, I'll Our end of year announcements. Oh, oh, oh. I'll take the switch. And with that, children. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. One by one we climb until we reach the top. Two by two we fall. Will we meet our end or meet our destiny? Hold your breath and roll. It's Thursday night, all ye critters come join us, it's time to continue.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Listen, I I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. And welcome back. (laughs) So, man. Just get us out of this year. <laughs> I'm trying. We're so close. We're so close, Travis. Oh boy. Last we left off. <laughs> Bell's Hells, after volunteering to be the uh, recon mission to Ruidus while the rest of Exandria prepared for a possible incursion or an assault upon the Red Moon, had some uh, inner turmoil. Uh, and in doing so, had to regather themselves, rebuild some trust. And Fern, who particularly had been uh, emotionally wounded in this endeavor, uh, wanted to revisit her Nanamori. The group went to the Fey Realm, uh, back to Ligament Manor, where some reunions with your parents uh, also came with some revelations about your true nature. Um, and a number of 
group building exercises were developed via Nanomorian FCG, in which you all proved yourselves to be on the path to recovery. Some work has been done, with some work still left before you, but feeling a little more confident about your troop, uh, you've returned and decided, uh, well, you decided, Fern, to take the spark of Raushan into yourself, and through the ritual's completion, you embraced the fiery shred of the ancient primordial fire titan, and upon making contact with Ashen, awoke the shard within him. Two of you now coming into full realization of the power and the spiritual essence that you both carry and have bonded to, you rushed out of the garden at the top of Ligament Manor while the rest of your group were left to ruminate on what they just witnessed. And that's where we come back in as you watch the uh, fiery spirit fern and the kind of, uh, I'd say, uh, I'm trying to find a word to use that you guys don't really something sexual about. We would never. Never. That's really gutter. I know. No, the... the <laughs> Ashton leaves with Fern. I'll leave it there. He's uh, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say swollen. No, not going to say. <laughs> um, but as you stand in the middle of this garden, the uh, the nearby protective field having dropped, and Delora kind of taking in what she had witnessed as Nanamori grins off in her awkward way towards the 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 kind of prideful vanishing flame of her granddaughter. What would you like to do? All right, well, tomorrow we're we're doing it. Yeah, we're heading out. Yeah. yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, if, if time bends, time bends the way it's supposed to. How did I just see your shirt just now? Oh my God, <laughs> that shirt's dope. That's awesome. That is a really cool shirt. Can you have that shirt when you're done wearing it? <laughs> I want that shirt. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway. um, sorry. Uh, 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 Nanamori will send us back to Alexandria and then straight on. Yeah. We she can send us right to where we're going to the place. I believe part of the reason that I'd come oh, along that's was right. you're you're consistent oh, that. Sorry, Alora. That's all right. <laughs> but Nanamori can help us make, make sure time doesn't get weird. Right. Yeah. I certainly hope so. I'll glance over Nanamori as like kind of stumbled back towards the descent into the tree, kind of clapping excitedly after Fern. <laughs> Maybe we should follow. Oh yeah. Or do you think they want I don't know, some Some Titan alone time? Yeah, some Emperor and Empress. <laughs> Maybe they're making some privacy. Lava. Some steam? <laughs> yeah. Stone and fire. Sure. Yeah. Magma. Do you think? <laughs> That the stones like merged with them in a way that would change their personalities at all, or do you think it's just about physicality? Oh boy! I mean, I know that's why Fern was a little nervous to take it to begin with, but I still feel like that's on them, right? That's they have control over that. Maybe. I don't know, this is old stuff, right? What if it does change them? But you know what? 
We all just got through a, a big thing where we're going to be honest with each other and, and forthright and, and reach out to each other if we need help. So maybe if it has changed them in any sort of negative way, they'll tell us. Yeah. What if every once in a while, though, like an old stone titan smashes through Ashton's head and he's like, oh, the ancient times. Oh, man, that's cool, too. That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like a Kool-Aid man? Yes. yes. But in, like, flashes. Are you okay? Yes. You had some Delilah stuff going on. Yes. Are you, like, talking about people having things in them that changes their personality? Are you, mm-hmm. are you the same? I don't know. I, I think so. Maybe it's an exercise for all of us. To just sort of be self-aware? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you get urges to do things? Yes. Like what, like bad things? Um, like kill people? I had to be away from the shard whenever it was out because I kept having this impulsive urge to just reach out and grab it. But now it's it. in them, so are they? Are you gonna like rip them open to get it out? Mm. <gasps> <laughs> don't look happy about that, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. I think now that it's like formed with their essence, I don't think she wants it. That's just a guess though, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Is anybody making a wish before we leave? Making a wish? Yeah, with Nana Mori. a favor from Nana Mori? Yeah. Are you going to do that? <clears throat> I mean, I was I was thinking about it. What are you going to wish for? There's so many things that are not wrong with me. It's hard to decide. To look young again or to be young again? Didn't Probably you that, that one, yeah. Well, yeah, but then then we also learned all about your family and stuff. That yeah. you, are, you're, you seem pretty convinced that they're not out there, but what if they are? I don't know. You're just not into him? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's been so long, a couple hundred years. Also, they left him. That's not what family does. I think they just were trying to cover their asses. A big red dragon running across the countryside is pretty terrifying. Mm. But it was secrets. So I decided to share. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if you're thinking about it if it's in there. I had to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think he's, that's, he's telling the truth <laughs> that one. I don't think so. But what if I could be young again? I have a whole head of hair, a different nose. Did you have a different nose when you were younger? Yeah, I've broken this one a lot. Oh. Yeah. Can't you tell? I mean, well, now that you pointed <laughs> out, yeah. You've broken it or others have broken it? Ah, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just kind of want to know. I mean, Fern, you've you've seen your Nana. She gone? She ain't, she's Fern's, not here. Fern's down. Shit! <laughs> Fern. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Hmm? Being young again. Well, sure. But uh, what if what if it's like you know? Um, well, it comes like, with like, like a, a trap. Yes. Awesome. I'm so near the end of the road anyway, like, I'm up for it. Like, you wish to be young again, but she physically bamps you back 200 years, and we lose you in this fight! Yeah, but in the meantime, you get the sexiest son of a bitch that's ever lived next to you for that whole fight. What if, what if no, you... what if she instantly bamps you back? And then we what don't if you have lose you. all of your memories because it also sets your brain back and you're a dummy? Well, what if you're not too specific and she makes you a baby, and then we have to take care of a baby? <laughs> I thought you were trying to talk me out of this. (laughs) 
there's also an argument to be made that we already have the sexiest motherfucker on the planet walking around with us. Well, I don't know about that, guys. I'm just... <laughs> Might just be worth the ask. What See if it turns it you into a baby, but you can still talk and think like you are oh, now? Like boss you, baby. Boss baby. Yeah, like boss baby. <laughs> just turns into Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, I might be here for it. <laughs> Nobody suspects a baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But you still get, you don't have like full body function like a baby, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> and it's complicated. <laughs> you're, all, you're all cross-eyed and wibbly wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> There's only really one way to find out. <laughs> Nana Mori, make me boss baby. <laughs> oh my God. I'm aware that Nana Mori could just grant I mean, wishes. Really, because either way, I'm going to end up in a diaper pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full well, circle. They talked about, Ferns talked about, am I remembering this wrong? Deals, granting deals? Well, yeah, I knew she could make things happen, but I didn't think she could just grant wishes. I don't know. I don't know. But. Maybe I'm wrong. The folks upstairs in the topiary garden? Or are we upstairs now? We're upstairs still now. Up in the We're garden. standing next to them. Those ones over there? Everything's yeah. upstairs too. But you look back and you know, <laughs> there, there are a handful of the, the ones that were closer to the center part of the garden that the leaves have burned away and there's just like remnants of charred bone left behind. That could be you, Chet. Or yeah. any of us. Are any of those bones intact? Are you saying that in like a yeah. bad way or a good way? I don't know. Oh. You're just taking bones? These are good bones. <laughs> These are good bones. They are, look at them. <laughs> this one's got good bones. We're going to take the whole body, you know. Leave some of it for Nana Moore. I'll put that one back. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's While you're collecting the rest of your bones, the two of you darting uh, down into Ligament Manor, what are you doing in your current realized yes. transformation? I am just trying to skate through the earth at full fucking speed. It's great. Well, okay, I have an idea. Should we see if we can make lava? I, I heard it oh, too. I did too. Yeah. I heard it. <laughs> hey, fuck it. Yes. Okay. Let's make so, like, lava. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just got it. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what should we do? Should I like shoot some fire at you and see if you turn to lava? I mean, we can try it. I'm also, I, I just kicked in a rage just because I was curious and I, I hit number three, so I'm just going full speed and I'm, yeah, I'm very fast yeah, right you're, now. You're, you're a living uh, rock slide right now. Just. Oh yeah. So, <coughs> fire away and I'll see if I can, if I can, uh, I'm gonna try and use the All right, scorching ray. Yeah. I'm gonna start with the scorching ray. At ninth level. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm kind of. I'm just gonna do right it at second level. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, first one is thirteen. Oh boy. That doesn't hit. Sixteen. Uh, doesn't hit. I'm uh, gonna. There we go. I'll, Twenty-six. I'm gonna. I'll well, take if, that. Yeah. Yeah. If, so uh, in this instance, like with you know any other creative combination of abilities that you wish, um, as you blast the side of his shoulder with the scorching ray. Those veins that once glowed orange when he was in the process of his first uh, aborted transformation, essentially, uh, a light with renewed 
kind of fiery orange power, and you can feel the heat emanate as you swing your hammer, and as it does, the edge of the hammer <laughs> blasts with a burst of molten rock that seems to extend into uh, shards of hot spikes before it crumbles away. Um, so, you know, like, like any cool creative use of combined abilities, there could be some interesting creative uh, possibilities and outcomes. That could be Holy cool. Shit. That could be fun. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to fuck around with that. What else, oh god, what else can we fucking do? Well. Oh man. Fuck around and make lava. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, should, 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 should we head back to, to everybody? Or do you want to keep? Try playing with our powers. Let's 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 let's. I'm not. I'm not quite. Let's let's fuck around a little bit more. Okay. I'm not. I'm not really. Yeah. So you're you're running through the tree. Mm. There's still. It's a massive structure, and there isn't any like unworked stone mm. up in the tree. Everything that's up here has been uh, smoothed, chiseled, mm. and built into place. So you you eventually exit the base of the tree itself and come to areas of the forest floor where it's still heavily overgrown, being the Fey Realm, but there are some areas with kind of broken shards of shale, uh, and you can step into it. And that sensation you briefly felt when you were in Whitestone, that sense of like stepping into a warm bath, your foot touches it, and as you will it, you just sink into that section of the ground, and you watch as Ashton in his transformed state just kind of Where'd vanish. I come up right behind you. That is a very cool trick. I'm very amused by that. Are you in control of it, or you just stepped on the stone and you just like went to a puddle? I'm falling back, vanishing again, and popping up right in front. Oh my god, I no, love this. No, this is pretty good. This is pretty easy. Wow. Are you, like, is she like, Solid, just on fire, or 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 is it more like that weird, like flame, like that is a slightly, you know, like just a flame and not really a body? Uh, Got you. Um, best that you can tell, uh, just looking, it, it's that human torch sort of. You know, you see solid in the flame, but the heat warps everything, so it's hard to really mm -hmm. tell. I don't think I can drag anybody down there, but let's. I'm just gonna. May I? Yeah, let's, let's just try. see. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. Like, hold your hand and just try and see if I can drop somebody into the earth. Okay. You vanish into the rock, and oh. your hand oh. hits the ground where Boom. it was. Dang. Damn. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. That's all right. Maybe we can still futz around with that and see if we can figure that out somehow. Yeah. And. I can also. I think I can keep tempo. If you. If you run around, I'm gonna try and. Keep tempo and see if there's a way to just constantly be a, a moving shield. All right. Yeah. I'm just gonna start running then. I'm gonna try and uh, see if I can just maintain speed and see if there's just enough of you that you can kind of um, not quite fire through the rock, but like actually like use it as like a as like a moving stone wall. So the area here, because it's fairly overgrown, you do notice in the first couple bits of movement that you do, the various thick roots that grow through it impact you like you're running into a root. It's only the actual uh, kind of loose earth and rock that you can just drift through. Oh. Anything that's not stone or earth that you impact would be just like running into it as you gotcha. go. So you get the sense very quickly that the the Fey Realm is not, at least the area you're in right now, this heavily overgrown wooded area, is not the most conducive to this sort of experimentation, but you do get the sense that you can move pretty quickly, like at your normal speed, through oh. the stone. 
Is there a, an area that I know of that's sort of more of an open area, sort of like a, a meadow or a, where it doesn't seem that the you trees do know, are dense? You do know of one older ruin. In fact, it's the, uh, the basis for the ruin that you all recently competed in uh, that was, you know, it was loosely based on this, though not well kept and presented. It's a few miles off, but it can be, can be brought, gone to if that's of interest. All right. Uh, we could go back to the ruin if you wanted to, to just see how deep you can go. I mean, I you don't know, even know if I need to down. breathe. Let's find out. All right. Laura's barely keeping it together. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for her. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Just want to see how, how deep in there you can get. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm no. So I'm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do I need to breathe when we're. Yeah. Uh, you still have to breathe. Okay. Jackie. Um, but it's like holding your breath through gotcha. water. Okay. So there is a limit. So. There's a limit? I, uh, yeah, if I don't actually, uh, I can't apparently breathe in rock, which makes sense. The more oh, that I think does about make it. sense. How far down did you go? Um, I got probably about 60, 80 feet. I was going full speed until I was like, I don't like, I hit my halfway point and went up for just comfortability. You can hold your breath pretty long yeah. with high constitution. So, with your modifier's four? Three. Three? Oh, sorry. I got yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, no. Uh, so you can hold your breath for about three minutes, which means you can go. You can go pretty, pretty. You can go down rather far into the rock. Then you got to give yourself time to come back up. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I'm just running just below the surface, and you can just pop up. Yeah. And then I don't have to spend time to get back up. I can just have three uh, three minutes of just God, running. That's so feet. cool. What a cool shard. I want to try. Oh, I've got a great idea. Okay. Um, in an emergency, I can go halfway into, God, yeah, I can go halfway into the ground and actually just run people. Can I run up rock? Or is it, do I, can I like, if there's a stone column, can I, I'm gonna try and see if I can like move up and down like a Kitty Pride phasing. I will say in this area, most of the worked rock is natural. Solid. Anything that would be a column would be worked, which means you wouldn't be able to transition into it. That yeah, makes sense. Um, but as you're oh, going as you're as you're moving through to this space, because you're you're both heading to the this this open field, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You uh, in traveling, you're having to, like pull out of the ground at times and have to continue trekking on foot because there just there isn't any sort of of open earth that allows you to travel uh, in that sort of way. But there are times where you're having to climb up uh, kind of rocky hills and cliffs to get there, and when you do, you kind of glide into the rock and transition up almost like you're riding. Up a waterfall. That is so cool. I bet I can take someone with me. I bet. Try. All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run. I'm gonna grab and like as coming as I'm coming up. I'm just gonna try and yeah, grab like on a, and like an elevator. Yeah. You you grab onto her her Stop. hand and <laughs> carries oh you God. up about 25 feet to the top of that cliffside, <gasps> and you're continuing on the path. Amazing. Wow. All right, so we know that now. Cool. Your turn. What's what the what the fucking you? It's do? just more fire. It's just more fire, and and I lot. I'm resistant to it. Like I, if it comes around me, I'm probably not gonna do anything. And then there's some other stuff, but it's only like a one-time thing. And then I get really tired, <laughs> like exhausted for a couple days. No, no, no. You're so I don't want to do it right now. Well, I mean, Lord, let's let's 
Well, so no, we're, we're not going to. We're getting this one round without killing. Yeah, this is this is this is the free round. Before yeah, we this go. is yeah. this is the the play round transformation. Yeah, we, we don't have to we don't have to pay the price yet. Okay, well. But like, what? No, I mean, like, you're on for like, like, let's like get weird. What else can you like? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, you're on fire. I feel let's like do I can put out like a little extra fire if I do. Any fire attacks? I feel like I could probably like bump it up a little bit. <laughs> you feel that? Yeah, I feel that. Okay. And um, you know, I feel like if someone hits me with like a weapon, I feel like I could do even more damage to them with fire. Wow, specific yeah. feelings. Yeah. I don't know if there's a way for me to practice like you are, well, like, unless I am like really fully in battle. What you you do notice is as you're traveling, you're kind of floating above the ground by about a foot. Yeah. Ooh. And all the rough, you know, terrain, all the, the the challenges, other than like having to climb and actually go vertical, because you're not actually flying; you're just kind of floating. Wait, I'm floating. Am I floating? I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to like walk you up to it. Okay, I think that's part of it now. I can okay, just sort of just, like coast. Don't 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 be intellectual about it. Let's like really like let's like what feels interesting. All right, I'm just gonna float around on. Difficult terrain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you bypass Whoa. any of the the roots and rocks and elements that would make it to where you'd have to almost like hop carefully through these like dense portions of the jungle. You just does it look like I have a ghost? It looks like you're a very dangerous ghost, or uh, or a, honestly a forest fire. But great, I got I got to create. You know, like you know, like bread bread crumb trails, right? You know, yeah. you know about like that story. Of course, where there's Just, like breadcrumbs, and that takes you to to a house where you get like eaten or I something by a monster. I knew you would know this story because it feels very pertinent to your reality. Just run and see if you can just touch the ground. Is where like let's like see if you can actually like, like as you're going. Yeah, like I know you're floating, but see if you can like get down and try and scorch the earth a little bit. All Not right. set fire to anything. Just. Okay. Okay. Just like a run, and each time I touch, it's just like a little bit of fire. Yeah, or or you can even just you know, drag a hand or something. I don't know while you're floating. Ooh. All right. Okay. I'm gonna run, or just like float around, and then um, just like <laughs> put one of my hooves out. Okay. Just kind of like. Try to go in a circle and make a little circle. You got it. Almost like you're you're intentionally ice skating through a densely overgrown portion of this uh, mid-fey jungle. As you kind of dart through, you leave this black scorch mark. As you just like rapidly, it's kind of like a little bit of like a dance, kind of like Roxanne and Moulin Rouge. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like dancing around the trees and making flames. Yeah. And as you do with each portion of nearby root, wood, uh, bush, or uh, even just, just exposed ground, you leave these like quick little black scorch marks, these <laughs> which like leaves a trail where you've been, uh, and it's almost like you're drawing a weird improvised sigil on an open space. That's fun. That's really fun. So you gotta like. All right, all right, we can get creative with it. Is this technically is, is her attack a technically a magical effect? Would it would it work with the hammer? In what context? Well, the 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 the, uh, the magical ability that the hammer has to 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 split magic. Oh, I mean, this is more of, not, no, spell, more of a directed spell. More directed spell. You know, be creative. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's an idea. All right. Yeah, I don't know how 
this would be done. If it doesn't work, it would be ridiculous, but we could try something interesting. Okay. All right. Take a take a take a shot. You've you've got like you've got that that scorching. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to take a shot? Take a shot at the hammer. I will I will swing and let's see what happens. All right. Um, I've never actually gotten this to work before. I'm very excited. Uh, okay. Where is it? What are you uh, utilizing? I'm do scorching ray. Scorching ray. Okay. Um, where is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you also have to make an ability check using your spellcasting modifier. DC okay. is equal to six plus the spell's level. Okay. Um, all right, well the first hit would be 28. It's only one hit, so. Oh, it's only one hit, okay. Yeah, so you just, you focus the spell. He's not, you're not trying to, he's not trying to dodge. You're just firing it yeah. directly into it. Got it. Um, right. But, so yeah, it's six plus the spell's level, which is two. So eight, you definitely complete that. Um, so, so what happens is you fire these three scorching rays into the hammer, right as Ashton swings it, and as the hammer slams into it, the bit of prismatic particulate that he had embedded into it, that he retrieved while they were uh, over into the other continent of Asilra. The bad times. Um, the three rays hit and then fracture and divide and fire out into six. And end up splitting and hitting the ground, causing these blasts of flame that burn the nearby brush, one of which slams back into you for no damage. Yeah. Oh. oh! Shit, are you, oh, yeah, no, you're. No, I'm totally fine you're because totally fire. Fine. Holy fire. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. That okay. was so cool. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I know, and, it, and I'm trying to think. Anything, anything else, or should we start heading back? I feel like we should probably start heading back, but. I got it. I want to. There's one last thing I do want to try. I, we're not that far. No. All right. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to try and. It's like. I'm going to take a couple steps back, and I'm going to try and uh, physically end end the end the effect. Um, so. Okay. So you watch as the the massive kind of rock expansion of Ashton's body begins to shrink down, but as it does, the exterior of their body also changes coloration from like a, a jagged, dark gray, mountainous rock into almost like a, a very angular, smooth, rough cut gemstone. Uncut Uncut More or less. Yeah, so <laughs> That one, the sex jokes, I was fine. That one I take umbrage with. Uh, <laughs> I finally found the line. Uh, <laughs> basically, basically diamond ish at less, this yeah. point. Wow. Oh my God. It's really weird that you're taller than me now. Well, well, I've shrunk a bit. You've shrunk a bit, but still a, l- a little bit yeah. for now, because it's almost like to... all the all the rock that he expanded into being is now kind of like dent, Goodness. like pulling itself in to further its density. Yeah, this is. I, I, I'm a little tall. I'm not. I'm ready for that to end. This is. You still hurt? Weirdly, no. 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 Not. No. This. This is. I mean, it's even the hand got. Strange. Like the hand doesn't hurt. The arm doesn't. It doesn't hurt, but it also is kind of. I don't know. It feels like a. It feels like it's wrapped in a really thick 
glove. Everything feels like it's just out of reach. I don't know how else to put it. Like there's, it feels strange to touch things. It doesn't feel like mine. But uh, right now, uh, no, right now, uh, it's in there, but it's, it's, everything feels like when I'm fighting, when I get hit really hard or when like, you know, when it, it, that doesn't hurt in the same way. That just feels like a punch normally. That's not that weird scraping. We'll say it's about that moment. But since it is a temporary yeah. transformation, you watch as the gem-like exterior cracks and then falls off in like waves of light dust, and there behind, Ashton is returned to his natural state, still with the new arm somewhat lumbering in comparison to the rest of his proportions. To you, uh, You've never truly experienced a moment without the majority of the pain you've lived with for so long, and to have it return is almost welcome. I feel like me. That's, that was intense. But yeah, it was, it was the same way that like, when I'm getting hit, it doesn't, it's not even when I'm getting hit, it's just, Sometimes it's worth it, honestly, and, and sometimes it's uh, it just requires... I don't do well when someone's ginger, I guess. Sorry, I'm ginger. You're ours. welcome. <laughs> I knew, I knew you, you would. Everyone else on the internet. Let's go to that chair. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> yeah, being... <laughs> Yeah, just, just. It's better if someone's a little rougher. Yeah, just. That's also, I mean, it's honestly, why you end up knowing a lot of punks is because they're just people who are totally okay with, you know, running up and punching you, or or even just like, you know, here. And I just, I'll run if you don't mind. I'm gonna run up and just kind of do the big like, fucking. If you don't mind, just. The, yeah. So you know, just. But uh, not to you. Not, you know. But to me. Yeah, I'm just sending it down. Okay. Here's another. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'll say, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll fire damage. Yeah, I'll take it. Roll fire damage? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do I just add my. HP under the ability. Yeah. Once when it technically hits you, hits you in melee. Yeah. Uh, that would be 27. Wait, but my. my, my sorry. Sorry. I, I, was think, say, I, think, I, think, I think it's a D8. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. I was rolling. <laughs> no really worries. Bad. It's all good. Uh, one. <laughs> okay. Oh, a, a gentle, gentle flame, but nevertheless, um, it's good. even just a brief physical impact, like with any sort of force uh, against Fern, there's a flash of fire that back, like kind of a backlash immediately that kind of singes. Oh no. <clears throat> well, maybe I'm gonna need a some. Ginger touching instead. Since that I cannot help you with. Marcia, get in there. Because I might just end up hurting somebody. Good luck. I, I don't know how else to. It just comes with the gig. It's okay. It's just life now. It's just what we have to accept that we're. Just we have to accept our greatness, basically. I'm. I will accept your greatness. 
Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll accept both of ours. You can you can have greatness for two. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do my best to keep everybody okay. Me too. Me too. You look really cool. Thanks. You look pretty cool too. Thank you. Yeah. I think this these shards look pretty good on us, if I do say so myself. You you wear it well. I'm I, what happens if you chill out? You're gonna go for it? Chill out? I mean, you know, really let you know. Let go. Let it. Let it. Let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're so good. Oh yeah. Um, I'll back up a bit. Yeah. Wait, no, I, I can't really. I can't really. Do, I, I, I have to wait till I'm in battle. Okay. Yeah, this I'm is gonna a freebie, wait. Though. I mean, yeah, you don't have to, but. No, no, no. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna You're gonna wait. wait. All right. Because basically, I can explode. <laughs> I got do, that vibe. Do, 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 do lots of damage, but it's you know. There's also a lot of stuff that would probably catch fire out here. And that would be a lot to do okay, with. Okay, I'll right just, now. yeah, I know. I feel like that would be a lot. I don't want to burn everything down. Because no. I think I could burn this entire forest well, to the I, ground. I believe that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <clears throat> this is a little bit of home. Um, but shall we head back? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> How about we take our time? All right. And you are okay. on fire still. I am on fire. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw one more hug just because. Right. Thank you so fucking much. Okay. And I'll return the hug. I will take my fire damage now. Well, just a hug won't. You notice it's not that she's, she's hot to the touch, but it doesn't like. I don't fucking take it. I mean, like I'm, you know. Yeah, it's not enough to deal fire damage unless it's it's almost like a reactive protection impact causes the flames to burst back. I would have, I would have, you know, not like like heavy, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not soft about things. Okay. okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Not really, not me. You both gingerly begin to make the walk back through the Fey forests that surround the outside of Ligament Manor, uh, eventually arriving to the exterior of the massive tree. The creepy sounds of the various uh, twilight predators that fly through the region, calling and calling to each other, it's home. It's a welcome home. Uh, right as you begin to approach, you feel the flame begin to die inside as your feet, your hooves, clack back on the ground. The fire subsides, and you return to your normal fern form. Though, there's still just the tiniest little speck of fire in the middle of each pupil, if you look hard enough. Just this, this, this minute little flicker of flame, and just the most gentle drift of black smoke that seems to just faintly billow from the tips of your ears and your fingernails. In the dark, you look like two cabins that are very far away. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back. I was exhausting. Yeah, we'll explore a little more. Yeah. In time. Yeah. 
Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. I live by routines, especially my same-day delivery routine with Shipped. Because when Sunday rolls around, I'm not scared. I got my shopper on the way with all my favorites. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com. Okay. Rest of you, anything else you're wishing to do before uh, the evening comes to a close? You've never played patty cake. <laughs> I have, but my metal hands hurt the people I play with. He also forgets to take the bus off, so. <laughs> oh, you know that from personal experience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patty. Ah! It used to be six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> if I get my wish. wish. Oh. You gonna go do it? Are you gonna do it? Oh yeah. Do you think she's home? She was here. She's she was here. clapping. <clears throat> I'll go ask. I'll walk over to. Wish for a lozenge. Nanny. <laughs> I ate one of those strange fruits out here. Fucked up my throat. <laughs> oh, buddy. <clears throat> do you need help? I got it. Can we watch? From afar. Yeah, okay. okay, that's fine. <clears throat> uh, you do know that I, after shortly after they left, uh, Nana Mori kind of like singing to herself in this terrifyingly off-key kind of nondescript tune that she kind of harmonized between her guttural mouth yeah. and her uh, primary one, I guess you could say, or accompanying one. Uh, eventually, danced her way up to the collection, and so within the kind of massive enclosed. Uh, structure that sits on the kind of far-off, gnarled branch of uh, Ligament Manor. You can see the uh, somewhat terrifying doorway that sits at the front of the collection. The like bones and skull fragments that form this like odd face as you approach it, and you knock a few times as some of the bones shift, and almost like the the what looks like a like a scattering of corpses that have been kind of stylistically and beautifully placed to be artistically balanced, like a. Like a, like a unique, um, like a like like a tile design across the front, all kind of shift and crack towards you as it seems to open to a mouth, and a voice goes, "Hey, what do you want?" The, the, the door does. The door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if uh, Nana, Mori might be um, accepting visitors. I guess I'll ask. And the bones. <laughs> Sink into the door, and it becomes like a weird, like muddy, like a like a frozen morass texture on it. And you hear muffled on the other side of the door. Morrigan, you got a tiny one asking about you outside. <laughs> and there's this pause before the bones <laughs> merge on the side, facing you again. She'll be right there. Oh, thank you very, very much. I didn't catch your name. The door. <laughs> of course, how stupid of me. Doors don't have names. Well, I guess not here, where I'm from. 
<sighs> Everything that's made of wood has a name. The bones kind of creak slightly. Like what? Like Dorian. That sounds like a lame name. It's too on the nose. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you got shut down by a door. <laughs> How about Boar Door? <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, Door. Boar Door. Still a little too close to home. I mean, I feel like it's. Uh, a play on the word. Yeah, twice in a row. What else you got? <laughs> Doors can only be our guest characters. <laughs> they're your enemies once, now they're your friends. <laughs> Not for long. Artax. <laughs> Artax. See, now that sounds interesting. What do you know that's named an Artax? Oh, shit. <laughs> Just yourself, fucker. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> it's it's the name of a great noble steed who came by some very good fortune. <laughs> See, steeds, steeds, they get names. You said things that don't get names get them where you're from. Give me a name of something that wouldn't have one normally. A name of something that wouldn't have one normally. <laughs> well, I, I name some of my instruments sometimes. I pull out my, my wood chisel. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they get little names of like of, of affection. Like. Well, they're not very cool. Do people um, knock on you more? Do they ever push? Do they ever kick, pull? Kind of a spectrum, really. Depends on where you were raised, I suppose. Mm. What about push pull? <laughs> push pull. Hmm. Push pull. Sir, push pull. The bones rescind to the door and you hear muffled. Morrigan! Do you like the sound? Push pull. Sir, push pull. <laughs> hear muffled voice go. Why are you asking me this random question? <laughs> Apparently, in some places, doors can get names. <laughs> How come I don't have a name? Well, you never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I love this whole conversation. <laughs> Can I have a name? Please? <laughs> Fucking door's awesome. And you want the name Sir Pushpull? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I want it. It's what I was given. <laughs> then be my guest, Sir Pushpool. Awesome. <laughs> the bones <laughs> back out, all these skulls <laughs> turn to you. You may enter. <laughs> and it opens up on this side. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Pushpool. The pleasure is mine. 
You step back on the inside of this collection, this like massive dome of pulled branches and twigs that pulls up to a, a seemingly dizzying height for a moment. You can't even get perspective on how big. At times it looks massive, at times it looks small and close by, but you can see all these shelves everywhere with little little cubbies and tiny little uh, you know, pull-open doors and like barred gates and cages hanging with critters and creatures. You've kind of gotten a glance at this your first time you're here, and now you're kind of standing here alone for a second, and you eyes begin to shoot around, taking the possibilities of everything here, but the light's so low, you just see like shadows and things shifting and skittering within these various different uh, kind of hidden closed domiciles and cages and uh, shoving points before a shadow kind of cuts off your attention and you look up and just see the massive shape of Nanamori right there as the head kind of slowly descends down like it's detached from the rest of the shoulders, kind of down to meet yours. Can I help? Beautiful. Wow, it's quite the uh, atmosphere in here. Um, I had a question. I hope it won't be offensive. Um, I heard that some people refer to you as the Fate Stitcher. Nah, it is a name. That's you a... seem to have a fascination with names as of late. I do. I love wood and nicknames. <laughs> Everyone needs a hobby. I agree. Um, but I had a question. Um, the people, mm, the things in your garden, uh, are those, <laughs> are those uh, individuals that you've done a deal with previously? Her head kind of gleans in really close to yours. Some do not uphold their side of the deal. There has to be collateral. You could become wood. It's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's an armor! Jenny's heart rate starts to quicken a little bit. <laughs> Sublime. Um, I, I just happened to notice that you are, of course, very powerful, and Fern is herself extremely powerful, and um, I was wondering if maybe there might be an arrangement that we could um, strike where I could be, I don't know, uh, imbued with a little bit of... Uh, some of the powers that you have, maybe in exchange for my um, exerting some of your influence in the realms beyond this one? As her eyes look at you, you feel what little flames of lanterns that glow in the space begin to flicker out, one by one, oh until the entire room goes dark, and the shadowy shape of her that seems to consume most of your vision suddenly consumes all of it, except for just the sinking little beads of glowing light that mark her pupils. That's the thing. As they kind of pull back a bit, a lantern flickers on in front of you, and you're no longer inside the collection. You're in a black space with what looks almost like a table set before her, where she sets the lantern down, Onto before leaning back into a chair. What is it you want specifically? Tell me your dream. 
Well, I would love to never die. Oh, God. But that seems a little much. So, in just talking it out... It's not an uncommon request. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That doesn't make it very special, though. Yeah, it can make you very special. I mean, look at one of your companions. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Lana. I was wondering if, um, do people ask to return to their youth? Oh. Yet another not very uncommon request, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's been considered and granted before. Mm. Interesting. You wash from dream to dream. You had to come in here with one singular burning hope. One fire that burgeons and forces itself to burn, leaping from your chest, from your bones, to consume you. What is your passion? Toys. I want to be the most famous toy maker the world has ever known. Now that just requires a little bend of fate, doesn't it? And as she extends her hand, you see like this weird golden thread that kind of now draws from your chest. It seems like it drifts into the shadow in both ways, not towards her. It just kind of pulls from one end of the darkness to the other. And you watch her kind of reach her finger forward and tug on it. As it does, you feel this cold sensation rush through your body. And what will you give me? Oh. That room we were in before looks like you have a lot of stuff. What would you want? Bring me a piece of what you hunt. Bring me a piece of the God Eater. That's such a good ask. I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> a piece of Pradathos. Mm -hmm. That sounds impossible. It does, but you all seem to be on the path to doing the impossible, aren't you? We are. Well. We do some simple arithmetic here. It's a deal. <laughs> you watch as she puts her hand over the lantern and this, the kind of, the flame you realize at this point, it wasn't a yellow fire. It was almost like a, a colorless flame, like you were sitting in a space of monochrome light. Now she runs her hand over the lantern, the kind of whitish fire kind of carries over into her palm, and she extends it towards you. And as she clasps it, her fingers wrap around it and almost clamp back over her hand with how long they are compared to your tiny gnomish clasp. As it does, you feel the, this cold flame touch your palm and that 
golden thread, the only source of color in the space, seems to twist and tangle a bit. And she withdraws her hand. Very well. Make me proud. And you'll be notorious. Notorious. (laughs) I feel taller already. Good. She leans back, and as you kind of blink for a second, the minute you open your eyes, you're back in the collection. Like it just washed back, and you're just standing there. (laughs) Well. Get out. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sir, sir, push ball. The door (laughs) opens up. Notorious POP. Oh, no. Notorious POP. Well. How'd it go? What happened? You don't look. Younger. She loves me. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Is that what you wish for? Yes. Nah. Oh, if I heard love you. No. Oh. It's, but you know, it's kind of the rule when you're blowing out a candle. You don't tell anybody your wish. Oh. Right or it won't come true. These are specific like... rules. Okay. But isn't this more like a deal? A what? A deal? I don't think so. Can you tell us what you offered her? No. All right. Is that part of the deal? I don't know, but the room that I was in changed and got real weird and scary. And I wish I had asked for a little bit more of a detail about what might break the deal. And I feel like letting you guys know what I'm supposed to get might jeopardize that deal. Well, (laughs) based on the last couple days we've had together and how (laughs) close we've grown, I can only imagine that what you asked for was something for all of us to enjoy or something yeah. for the betterment of the world. Well, or... We learned that we don't keep secrets from each other. That we yeah. gain strength through honesty and trust. Trust. No, this oh, was no. just for me. It was it was selfish. <laughs> honesty. Yeah, no, it was it was just for me. That's it was good. a personal goal. Uh, Look, it's working. Also I so. because I think I think I mean from the garden if I, you know, don't deliver, then it, it just affects me. It doesn't affect everybody. That would be weird if I negotiated on it. If we lose you, that affects us too. Oh, like we incur your debt? Yeah, but you're not gonna lose me. Not to this. Did you wish to never die? Is that why? I actually brought that up. <laughs> it's fairly common. Oh, that yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Which yeah. made it a little less desirable. Mm. I wonder what she would do, because like usually when you make a deal like that, they they take what you ask for and they twist it, right? Is that what they usually like, do? Well, that's what the the old stories Wait, tell me. You know? What are you talking about? I never heard that. I just heard they like grant deals. <clears throat> no, don't you ever hear like if you make a deal with Remember Law? No, we talked about this with mm-hmm. the witch in the woods. <laughs> then usually you ask for something and they'll give it to you, but they'll give it to you in a way that actually hurts you or um, is not what exactly you asked for. Like, if you asked to live forever, maybe they would turn you undead, or they would turn you into a vampire, or something like that. So you wouldn't live forever. We're not talking about a witch in the woods. We're talking about Anna Mori. Anna Mori, our friend. I know, she's a friend to us, and she's wonderful. Oh, hey, welcome back, friend. Thanks, thanks, But what what Imogen is trying to say is, this is how these tales come to be, as people interpret our beloved Anna Mori. And, you know, as they tell and share these stories, then it gets, ah, You know what it sounds like crazy. to me? Wait, holy shit, did someone make a wish? I did. Oh yes. my god. It, those sound like haters. 
Oh, Just to be honest. I made a deal with your Nana. Oh, great. Right? Great. See? No, oh, what? Well, like it? we were just talking yeah. about the, the breadcrumb thing. I feel as like this is a you, perfect, you, yeah. As long as you deliver, and as long as you, you know, stay true to your word, it'll be fine. Well. Because if you don't, what then. Hap what happens if you don't? Boy, probably. Lots of bad stuff. Lots, or you just end up in the garden? Yeah, oh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. It's that there's oh, various things. God. Yeah, yeah. These well, are bad deal bones. Well, uh, bad deal bones. No, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> She's like the cuss. She seems like she has a sense of humor, though. So I'd be yeah. really worried. I don't really know how she, you know. Goes back on her. Well, great. Deals. This is what I'm here for. You get to know. It'll be fine. It'll Have be fine. Have you ever heard her take something that somebody asked for and kind of turn it? Turn it a little. Turn it a little wickety. Well, I'm just asking. You want to know what you're doing? Yeah, with, I mean, right? maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe meaning yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not really in on her deals a lot, but I could. Mm. I could see her doing that. <laughs> just being funny. But Should I, think, I make a deal? Maybe. Oh no. Let's you see how this one goes first. This one's fine. No offense. This one's low stakes. He's like you said. He's gonna die anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every day is a gift. I might not even make it to the delivery period. That's true. Sometimes you just gotta say yes to stuff. And how often do you walk mm -hmm. by a fate stitcher? I love yes, it. love that. Mm. <laughs> say well, yes. I support you and trust you. That was really good. So that was cold. Really good. It's, it looked clammy too. It's yeah. moist here. It needs Sorry. circulation. It does. If you wished for this thing, it must be something very important to you, and I, I support that too. Thank you, FCG. That means a ton. It's only something that I would not be able to achieve by my own means, despite having tried my hardest. Uh, ascending the stairs nearby, Allura kind of goes, am I, am I hearing someone made a deal with the Fate Stitcher? Yes, it's hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. Guess which one? Oh, we're leaving in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. we're gonna, like gonna have a quick <laughs> nighttime yeah. treat and go to bed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. This has been a, a delightful distraction. Um, I hope we've received what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, appreciate your um, family for their hospitality. Oh, and you're I, so welcome. Greatly look forward to leaving. So, um, I'm going to go to bed. Good night. See you in the morning. Good night, Allura. <laughs> oh, it's starting He's to He's already, already getting younger. And she leaves. Well, we have a big day tomorrow. Um, we should go to bed. And we have to sneak onto the moon, y'all. We gotta be sneaky. So we've got those scrolls. We we've got two scrolls of mass non-detection. Yes. Which I think turn us invisible people of scrying for like an hour. Uh, or is it an eight hour period? I think period? it's eight hour period of time that you oh, cannot right. be scried upon. And we have to return to where everything went wrong. Are they scrying on the us now? Up. Oh no. Can we be scried on here? We probably we're in a be. different place. They would have to be, if I recall, in the, same in the realm. Yeah, it's multi, okay. multi yeah. Um, before we go to bed, I've been cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I'll pull out a tray of uh, of Hawaiian rolls. Yes. Oh, yes. Hawaiian. So good. The greatest. Hawaiian. What? <laughs> Orem doesn't know. Oh, oh yeah, no. They're like <laughs> wine, but Hawaiian rolls. Hawaiian <laughs> rolls. Put a little drop of wine like in there. Well, yes. Hawaiian. 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 Um, I thought we could. I I made these in a magical, in a magical tray. Mm, little ham, little mayonnaise. Mm. A little, little, little fairy dust, little change bringer, uh, divine energy, and so we can have a, a hero's yeast. How many people can feast? I think eight. Well, let me look. I've yeah. never done this before. I think Alora said you would do it. Also, Emergen C exit that just oh. never hit. Really? What? Hmm? Door names. No. Emergency exit. That would be so. I'm good. just okay. I'm so sorry. I was disappointed. Emergency Carry on. exit. I mean, you were great. So good. So sorry. I was just like. Well, fuck. It was there. Now your science per project better than mine. That was just a moment of Percy. So Carry on. Others. No, it was great. Just Percy had that. Twelve creatures. Oh, we gotta be Alora. Alora, get back down here. Alora, yes. We got a wine roll for you. Here, have a wine roll. It'll make you magically powerful. Oh, I know what you're doing. Well, appreciated. I won't be too far from the front lines if all goes well, so uh, all defenses are welcome. Thank you. Sure. That goes mm. us bonus HP, right? Oh, shoot, I have four more. Can Mr. or any of your weird creatures? Ooh, Mr. and Pate? Do they, are they creatures? No, probably not. Technically, yeah. I mean, they could get temporary hit points. Temporary hit points, sure. Why not? We don't want these Hawaiian rolls to go to waste. No. <laughs> uh, okay. So two d10 uh, hit point maximum increases by. And you're calling for all of us. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By 13 points. Oh. Okay. Max and goes up. These aren't Max temporary. They are oh, bump us. Max. max hit points. But keep tabs on what your hit points. Are now just what your max is normally, so we can make the it's adjustment. A, okay, well, sorry, it's a temporary. Does have a temporary max? Oh, got it, got it. So it's a temporary bump tab. Oh, I feel like temporary this is max. Always Correct. My we have over hundred, yeah. So just make a note to yourself what your current max is, and then you can make that adjustment. Got it. Um, what else does it do? The hero's feast. Uh, creature is cured of all diseases and poison. Does that affect anyone right away? Mm. Not at the moment, nobody's okay. poisoned. Uh, becomes immune to poison and being frightened. That's just me all day, baby. Makes all wisdom saving throws with advantage. That's pretty huge. Alrighty. I'm the hit point maximum. Immune to frightened? Immune to frightened. frightened. I'm adding this here. Poison. There's frightened. Perfect. Uh, frightened. I've put it on my little list. You can meet. No fear of no wisdom saving throws. Wisdom poison. Advantage. Waste. Immune to poison or resistant to poison? Immune. So that would be immune to poison damage. Okay. Uh, All right, good night. Do, I, do we oh. want to check in with anybody? Scry in on anyone? Or are we going to bed? Before we I know check we in had on talked dreams? About, we had talked about dreaming, but I could. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you were going to give in? Yeah. 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 That was the, kind of the. Yeah, hell yeah. 
Who's normally on your dream quests with you? I don't you? know, can FCG do it tonight? Look. I'm looking. Usually it goes, it goes sideways when there's extra people. That's the only thing. People got stuck there. Can it go sideways on you if you're alone? Sure. Yeah, I can do it. Do you want to do it? If I can. Okay, who wants to go with you? I'll go. I'll go. Okay. I'll just get out my lavender and <coughs> blue lotus and just <laughs> sprinkle it on her. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 I'm super tired already, so I'll just. We are tired people. Uh, I'm trying to find the wording of this stupid thing. Too many spells. Okay. At higher levels, you can cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher. You can choose additional sleeping creatures. So, if you wanted to, I could, I could bring five people with you into the dream. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that's all of us. Including Except you? Or? Yeah. Okay, so that's, or are you? Five all, including you or five? Include. Read it again. God damn it. Oh. Yeah, when, when we go a second, before, before long run. Somebody stays behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slap I, us all if we go. I, I'm gonna give you back your ring. All right. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Because. You're immune to fire. I'm immune to fire. It does give you a little extra AC, but I'm gonna give it back. All right. Okay, I can only bring four people, including me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so who's staying behind? Including you. <clears throat> I'll stay behind. All right. Who's going? All of us, except of for us. Chet. Four people. Including him, so two have to stay behind. Oh shit. Oh, I'll stay behind, I'll stay behind. Are you sure? Yeah, well, should you stay behind? I'm fine, I, I'm, I know I'm being... Uh... <clears throat> You can't scry through dimensions, right? Rollies? You know, let's do rollies, because I was going to say, maybe yeah. maybe I'm healthy, maybe I, maybe I could be helpful there. Oh no, in there. I think if you try. I think you should go in there. I'll go. I'm okay to sit it out. Okay. Yeah. Who's I mean, going? You're, you're... I'm going to stay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to relax you. All right. Massage your shoulders. Okay. Get you in a good spot. All right. Nighty night. Night. All right. Uh, okay. So, who all is going? Total. One, two, and then three more people. Yes, that's okay. It. Yeah, short rest. Chad and I will hold down the floor. Okay. Because you're not doing it to me. Oh, I, I assume we had a short rest since you don't have the to last. Do it to me, you're going in my dream. Since the last insanity. Yes. Right. Okay. We had a short rest between this and the last insanity, right? But we could say a okay. short rest. Sure. Do it hey, hey, hey! Don't get lost in there. Don't get uh, lost in there. Right. If we do, just slap us silly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kick us. Okay. Don't. You know, get distracted by blue eyes over there. Old blue. Old blue. I'll be sure to take a long rest while y'all are over there. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> Brad Wolf. Every time. Yeah. All right. So as you lay down to rest, push through the anxiety and eventually 
find your mind slip over to the other side of consciousness. You've conducted your ritual and connected the other three of you to the dream to come. So you're going to bed with an intentionality to this dream. Yeah. What is your intent? What is your focus? I want to... I want to take the bloody bridge. <laughs> okay. Seeing it helps. And you're treating this with the respect it deserves. <laughs> and? And see, um, see what happens. You got it. You feel yourself glide past the clouds into the starry sky. You feel the, the shift of color from black and white to red, to black and white to red. And you find yourself almost in a corkscrew, the stars swirling around as you continue kind of drifting, looking outward. You can see what looks like a distant comet, just kind of leaving a tail behind it. And as you follow it, you see these four other flickering lights that seem to follow behind you. And their presence is warm and welcoming. And you recognize the sensation of your friends. And the rest of you feel yourselves drift into this dream, being pulled through a, a starry expanse. But you also feel that vibration of energy. As you all glance upward, you can see you ride along this impossibly distant tether of red, piercing energy. Just flickering as it goes. As you glance up, it almost feels like it curves up into the massive red orb that is the moon of ill omen, Ruidus. You feel as you can glide along one of these pulsing sparks, races past and almost catches you, like your force of will now finds purchase on the momentum, and you find yourself being dragged like you're one of the gondolas in Drusar, just shooting along this beam. The rest of you feel yourselves being pulled along, dragged by some invisible chains, tethered to Imogen's spirit, drifting through this dream as you glide faster and faster, like a roller coaster, you just drift this faint upward curve. Everything is slightly changed and, and warped. What should be a straight beam itself seems to have a, a roundness to it. The moon itself seems impossibly large, then small and distant, but then it's there. And before long, you untether from it and drift faster towards the surface of this moon. Faster and faster. You can see the swirling of dust clouds gathering and tearing into the countryside. You can see massive mountain ranges that burst through in places. You can see what looks like uh, chasms that crack into its surface. And the closer you get, you can see almost like slivers of silver that seem to carve through parts of the landscape. 
you get pulled into the storm. As it does, the red dust completely fills your periphery, and you find yourself once more brought to the familiar, terrifying center core of the Ruridium storms that have haunted you since childhood. Here, in this lost space, the heavy sounds of wind starting by, you look about you and you have no sense of up or down. You just know you're in the storm. You just know you're lost. What do you wish to do? Can I try to open my mind? Sure. You let loose on some of the still-sounding boundaries that sit on the outside of your consciousness, and as they kind of open up, you feel like you're tapping into a larger consciousness for a brief moment, like thousands of voices sit just along the periphery of your capability to grasp them, like background radiation that just kind of flickers beyond reach. You do sense the ground not far below. Lie down and land. Your feet touch the ground and gravity sets in. You feel your hair drift down across your shoulders. You feel your outfit in the streamscape fall to your sides. And you glance back up and you watch as the storm kind of dissipates in an upward kind of eye of a hurricane. And you can see the stars once more, straight above, the columns almost a half mile high of the storm just swirling around. And you can see the beautiful blue and green glow of Exandria far above. And that single red shoelace tether, straight as an arrow, just keeping it bound there. As you stand here on the surface to your feet touching the ground, as you look up to the world where all of your life has been known, you feel that like a bassy vibration once more course through your legs, through your chest, through your very essence. There is a that calling again, that feeling, that that beckoning. I'm going to sink down to my knees and reach my hand out and touch the ground. The very ground itself feels like it's a thunderous vibration, like a stampede unseen is perpetually plowing by. You almost see the stones that are barely visible beyond the choking of the storm itself kind of jittering, dancing around from the impact as your hands touch the ground. The ground is warm. drift too far. And in my head, I'm gonna think and send out a thought <clears throat> through the ground. I'm gonna think, bring me home. Do you fight this beckoning? I don't. 
like a metal latch that holds the edge of a cord. The only thing that's kept you dangling above an abyss, you allow it to snap. And you feel yourself tumble into the ground, drifting into darkness as that black warmth envelops you. The three of you feel yourself pulled to the ground and through it into the same darkness, but it is rough, it is jagged, it is scary. You see nothing and feel nothing except for dread, an alien presence that washes over and through you. And you feel comfort. Sensations of running into your mother's arms when you were a child. Memories of hugging your favorite horses. That sense of belonging. You think of what it's like to fall into Laudna's embrace. All these things that you want, all these things that make you feel right, they're here also. And as you tumble, you pass through flashes of lightless rock like a ghost. You drift deeper, feeling the pull strengthen as these lights pass by, these, these flashes of color, and you know they're, they're caverns, networks of endless caverns that dig deep, snaking like a labyrinth beneath the crust of Ruidus. You see glimpses of teal glowing crystal and subterranean rivers, water, oceans of water that exist beneath the surface and odd, weird, alien red life that swim through it and take a glance at you with just an instant. Weird alien green eyes that open just as you pass, woof, drifting into the next wave of rock. Then darkness still. Your descent begins to slow. And for a brief moment, a distant voice calls from above where you once were. Wait, Imogen, no. And it's gone. Your descent slows to a stop. The three of you detach and drift into suffocating darkness, and Imogen is gone. Me too. Spell ends. We wake up. You wake up. Oh. And she's still asleep. Imogen. Oh. Here in this darkness, you sense a presence unlike anything you've ever experienced. It is so immense that your entire being vibrates with unbridled power. You, you worry as it suffuses you, you might be pulled apart. That white flash you saw when you screamed at the stabbing of Laudna, these moments where the world seems to rend itself around you now, that same power pulls to rend you from all sides. Yet, you belong here. You are home. This is the womb. And you wish nothing more than to return to this place with your entire core. 
and you wake up. Hey, you okay? How much longer was she asleep in real time? About a moment later. It took a little longer than us to get back. A little bit. I thought we got separated again. Or pushed. Yeah. Was that you that sent us back? Um. I, th I don't know. I think so. Are you okay? Huh? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Inside check. Ooh. Natural 20. Oh. I want to know if she looks distracted, disconcerted, or if she looks like she's masking, guarding. You want to give him a whisper? Ooh. Unless you want to roll a deception or persuasion. Whisper. Cast whisper. Oh, oh. she's doing a whisper. Oh, she's doing wow. a whisper. What is she saying to him? You'll never know. Does that mean? I don't have a whisper at <laughs> She's saying, this whisper is brought to you. I'll just have a resolution then. Oh, God. No time for TikTok time. Felt like it felt good. It felt good. And you think it'll help us when we go up there? I mean, we did see a whole lot of. Um, There's water. There was water and uh, a lot of caverns and some sort of. I remember. Oh. Seem like really a like a teal or a light blue sort of rock. I, I don't know was... if that matters, but it seemed like it glowed. Up. Did that teal glow remind us, me, of anything? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it. I'm just trying to think, like, like it reminds you of things. It, it has, in the brief flashes you saw, like it had elements of crystal that reminded you of like possibly broomstone or other sort of things, but like it went by so fast and it had almost, broomstone has like a, like a almost like a, uh, a milky quartz kind of, you know, uh, opaqueness to its glow at a certain depth to it. This this was almost like a, like a teal glass crystal in places. Um, and also, Make a history check, or Arcana, your choice. I'll do, they're both the same. High stakes. High stakes. Seven. Oh. Seven. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Man. <laughs> Pure Zirconia. <laughs> Uncut. We got a good glimpse of yeah. what we might be in for. Yeah. That's pretty terrifying. Terrifying. Getting pulled through the darkness, not being able to see you guys. 
then we didn't know where you were. I was right behind you guys. Right? Up until the end. Right up. I felt you guys drift away and then I, I came right after. Yeah. But it's good that it felt good, right? This is what we talked about. Embracing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, we've all been sort of pushing away the things that are inside of us that sort of make us questionable or dangerous, but now... I feel like you were side-eyeing me a little bit. Well, no, me too. I, I, mean, I tried to kill y'all yesterday. That's true. So, like... For only the second time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if we sort of focus in on those dark places and try mm-hmm. to expose them or tease them out, maybe that's the best way to do it. Yes. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. disinfectant. So, that's a weird life probably works the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Do you feel like that happened? Like you? Were, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't feel it. any different. I don't. I, I don't feel any. The different. moon powers. Like Fern or Ashton? No, no, no. It already no. kind of has moon powers. <laughs> and Matt, did just Imogen hear Liliana, or did we all hear that? Sifting through? It was just Imogen. Okay. Does the tealish crystal that we saw, does it remind us of like the teal color of Imogen's? Or they're more purple. Yeah, they're like Never mind. Yeah. Oh no, a lot of this color blind. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it was it was there were flashes of unique color striations and patterns beneath the surface of Ruidus that alluded to it being unexpected vibrance beneath the surface. Well, my my hero's yeast is only gonna last another twenty-three and a half hours, so we should probably Get some shut eye. Some real sleep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Does anybody need to watch you when we really go to sleep? <clears throat> I don't think so. I think. How often do dreams hit twice, right? <laughs> it's just. That's okay. I mean, me all the time, but that's weird. So. Mm. And they'll have laudanum, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You'll make. You'll scream bloody murder or something bad happens, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm a very or light sleeper. Or if something really good happens. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> um, I'm going to put on the. Uh, <laughs> the monocle of true essence. I uh, fogged the fuck out of it. Hold on, I did that in the wrong order. <laughs> Can I use C invisibility to look around the room and see if uh, Imogen's dream has attracted anything that wasn't there before. That's valid. Uh, placing it on and watching your vision kind of, it's interesting, you just, un- you just unfogged it, put it on, and when you initiate it, it almost fogs again, um, but as the fog parts rapidly within, there's a new kind of a, a gossamer sheen on everything in the room, and as you look about, nothing that seems to catch your attention. Did you do it? I can see all of you naked. <laughs> No, you can't. Yes, you can. On the inside of your eyelids, we know. (laughs) 
I don't wear clothes. FCG. Coat on now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I got my character art. <laughs> Looks good for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, good night. All right, good night. You all head to your respective bed chambers for an evening's full rest, uh, preparing for whatever comes in the morning before you. Matt. Yeah. When he's sure that everyone is asleep in the middle of the night. Orm knocks on Nanamori's door. Is he also going to make a deal? Is he also going to make a deal? Uh, So you you gently tiptoe down through the tree, hearing the sound of thousands of gentle crickets just clicking away throughout the the boughs and the leaves. Uh, You get to the edge of the collection's door as you're about to knock, you hear a distant voice further down the tree go, you're up and around. You turn and look, and right back where you tiptoed past, without even hearing her approach, her lumbering footsteps, always a sign of her arrival, she is just standing still at the base of the branch that leads out to the collection, arms folded in front and just looking right at you. Not often. Something sneaks past my attention. That's impressive. You are in my domain after all. That's valid. Uh, I actually was looking for you. Whatever for? Well, the way I understand it, from what Fern tells me, is you can help people. I can. You make deals? <laughs> if it suits. Okay. Well, um, my friends are all pretty amazing. The things they can do. Can't even fit it all in my head. And I mean, I'm really good with a sword, but I'm a little nervous. I'm not ready for what we're about to do tomorrow. None of you are ready for what you're about to do tomorrow. The point is, I feel maybe the least ready in our group. I want to see this through, I want to get it done. What we're setting out to do, and I want to get them back. Fern, I want to get Fern back. Of course. And all of them. So, if you can somehow make me better at protecting them, or stronger, Strong's not the right word. More capable at what I do. I might agree to a lot. Her attention drifts from your eyes past your shoulder to look beyond. 
I would follow that. You turn to look, and as you turn, you see her now standing on the opposite side of you with a table set in front of her. Her hands clasped as she places a singular lantern upon the table, a flickering white light within. The glow of the tree, the interior of the manor itself fading to black all around until it's just the two of you face to face. Your passion is to protect your friends, yes? My friends, your granddaughter. I don't know if there's a friends and family discount, but. (laughs) And what do you have to offer, little Ashari? Well, if I see them all through, and we get it done, I'll serve you. sniff through the kind of alien lack of true nostrils. And as she does, you feel these like leaves and vines that you didn't even notice had kind of grown from your armor, kind of detach and float through a breeze towards her. She goes, you smell the touch of divinity. That makes you enticing. Well, she kind of glances around into the shadows surrounding. Now that Fern's all grown up and might be finding her own way, it does get a bit lonely here in the manor. Maybe it'd be nice to have a caretaker. These have to be worded just right, Imogen said. Um, That's if we see it through. Everyone at Bell's Hells makes it back. And we see it through. That's an easy trade. Every one of you makes it back. And you see this through. Back alive. Happy, safe, and healthy. Well, you have to start happy to return happy. And I think health is in varying states. Return at least as you are. across the lantern, carries the flame with it. 
and extends it towards you. My payment is in advance. How else am I to ensure you uphold your end of the deal? I want success as much as you do. I also like a little business on the side. He reaches his infinitely tiny hand up into her massive one. She clasps around it, and you feel almost like your feet are pelt off the ground and dangle for a moment as she lifts you up. The cold flame against your hand seems to shrink into your skin, and you feel that cold sensation snake through your veins, like someone had just run freezing water through them. Your entire body shivers. You feel what hairs you have stand up on end, and you can't make a sound as if you feel like a brain freeze sensation crawl over your mind. And she releases your hand. In that moment, you're standing back in the warm interior of Ligament Manor, just in front of uh, <laughs> our newly named Sir, what was it? Pushbowl. Pushbowl. Sir Pushbowl. Pushbowl. Um, she steps back. Well, I wish you the greatest of luck. And I look forward to our future together. Hope we, uh, hope to see that day. Just call upon me when you need some help. Night. Good night. Find Fern and try not to wake her and curl into the crook of her goat leg. Okay. <laughs> Varying degrees of a night's decent sleep find you all, but you do get a long rest. In the midst of that cold but safe space, imagine you can't help but keep hearing the sound of your mother's voice. Thinking back to that sensation in that core of the moon and missing it. And that's where we'll go to break. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What happened? Boy. Oh making deals and making deals. Totally and normal things. Totally. Deals. High stakes. <laughs> Browsers. Seven. <laughs> Bad idea, Dam finally broke. Apparently. Yeah, just all of it at once. Okay, then. You okay. led the way. You led the way, Ashley. Apparently. Straight down, and now everyone's like, well, it couldn't be worse. <laughs> all right, so uh, best toy maker in the world, and. Alive. A chance to help your friends. Most, and keep do you them want alive. to be the best toy maker in the world or the, the most, most famous? famous? You just said famous. You said yeah. the most famous toy maker in There's the world. There's only one best toy maker in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back here in a few minutes. We'll pick it up from there. We'll see where this goes. Oh boy. Thank you for listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. This is Marisha Ray, Critical Role's resident creative director, with a quick reminder for you. 
We take the last Thursday of every month off from our typical Campaign 3 adventures. Some months we'll enjoy a short rest, and others will air a one-shot or just try something new. Since this here podcast feed is on a one-week delay from our initial broadcasts, that means the first Thursday of the month may look a little different around here. To stay up to date on our latest programming happenings and when our shows will air on Twitch, YouTube, and here on the Critical Role Podcast Network, Check out our weekly programming schedule published to CritRoll.com every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And now that you're sufficiently reminded, let's get back to the show. And welcome back. (laughs) 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 Ten ten years nearly I put up with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, with... The morning greeting you supposedly in a realm in which there is no true sunrise. In perpetual twilight of the Fey realm, the interior of Ligament Manor greets you after a, for most of you, a welcome rest. As soon as the weight of the day and days before you sink in, what would you like to do? I'm alive. We should get going. Yeah. Alive for sure. Two zeros and a seven. Nice. You skirts it. Double O. Skirts it. Two zeros and a seven? You double O seven? You bonded this? Trip zero is what I'm looking for. Gold bond. Uh huh. Yeah. I can stop putting this off. Let's go. Yeah. Wait, before we leave. I also want to talk to Nana Mori. <laughs> Everyone just thinking off to make their own separate deals. Yeah. Nana's like, oh, so this is the best friends ever. <laughs> Nana Mori, I've come to bargain. <laughs> My investment in Fern is finally coming to bed. <laughs> I want you to get the stone out of your granddaughter's chest and put it in mine. <laughs> um, waking up and gathering your things, uh, the, the sense of the coming exit by the companions and denizens of the tree can be felt as you, Fern, emerge from your personal abode. Um, (laughs) And you find... uh, (laughs) You find Peepers, uh, Dr. Nesbitt, uh, all manner of the various creatures and critters that have uh, been with you through the years, all kind of waiting on you by branches, and as you emerge, you see Peepers kind of bound up a bit and glance at you with his odd ears as uh, Dr. Nesbitt. Good morning, Nesbitt. I heard that she'll be leaving us again. Yes, I believe we'll probably be leaving today. Oh. Yes. So, I will miss you, but I'll see you again. Make sure to tell everybody I say hello. I will. Give Kathy a squeeze. I shall. Okay. Might I have your room while you're gone? Of course you can. You all can. You heard her, peepers? Well, remember, make sure you share. Make sure you share. Of course. And if Bompers wants to come in, you know, let them all have space. Well, make sure to leave Bompers a wide breadth. <laughs> okay, great. He's a big boy. Um, as you head down, you can smell a morning breakfast cooking, um, and a a goodbye breakfast feast has been mostly prepared by the Callaways. 
As you head down, you can see Ollie's kind of down there setting this table, this like long stretch of uh, cloven blackwood that is like warped and curled at the edges, almost like the uh, fungus-ridden uh, bark itself kind of gives these bulbous, textured corners to it, but it's been planed and smoothed and stained. Um, it is a magnificent piece of woodwork. Um, you can't help but smile and maybe be a little jealous upon it uh, arriving at the table. Um, but uh, Ollie kind of looks up. Well, g- good morning, friends. Glad glad you could make it. Um, we're, um, we're hoping to see you off nice and proper, so um, have a seat, have a seat, I believe. You ain't going to poison us or anything, right? <laughs> well, Just kidding. She's gotten better at her cooking. Uh, I'll go check in this if she needs me. Immune to poison. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> You're burning the back. Like, well, if it's poison, you want, I can go ahead and put her in there. No, no, no. <laughs> Kid, just joking. She comes in. She has the apron on, and she kind of sets these dishes out. It's. I'll help. Help. Yeah. Oh, thank you, dear. You all kind of sit around the table, and eventually hear the. The lumbering steps of Nana Mori. She approaches and kind of takes her seat at the end of the table. You watch as she steps to the edge of it, and her massive, high backed chair seems to almost grow to catch her. She sits into it like. Well, this is a fine morning to share before the rest of destiny takes you. Please. Feast. This looks delicious. Bertie, who's you know, kind of standing by, taking her mittens off, is like, "Well, I certainly hope it is. I've gotten quite good at this over the years. Make it with a little bit of love and just a hint of nutmeg." Swallows me, but I'm Thank you. So always say, just you know, eat well, eat up. Maybe your last. So it. it oh, yeah. That that actually. Ne- never mind. I'm Sausage. Just gonna, just gonna let that roll. Oh. Sausage. Lead with the protein. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nope. Oh, we need some metal for FCG. Preferably silver. I do like Not silver. All right, you're a unique one. I've got something special for you, my little collaborator. She stands up for a second and looks past her long neck, stretching up. And as she kind of lifts her finger this way, you watch this massive kind of bright red and green pattern moth kind of flickers from nowhere above. And as it comes down and kind of die bombs the table, it drops it and that ting rolls over and you see it's this like silver sphere, about two inches across, that has these beautiful intricate marks around it. Um, as it kind of rolls to stop not far from your plate and you go and inspect it, it has what looks to be uh, faces kind of pressed into it or sculpted into it, like a bunch of different expressions on all sides. An emotion egg. <clears throat> Do I eat this or admire it? Why not both? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Hellraiser? <laughs> Great play. Uh, is it 
something I should keep? Is it an item of, of, of import or no, value? No, not at all. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Make an insight check. Low key on the Morris uh, uh, Insight check. Where's my insight? Oh, 14. 14. She seems to honestly not care about it. It seems to be tossed by your plate to be eaten, so. Okay. Orum, throw it in my mouth. Uh, I'm looking at all the faces on this ball and thinking of the topiary people. It's fine. Is it the same face over and over again, making a different expression, or different people's faces all like making different expressions? Or like smiley faces, like emojis? No, they're like, they're like simple carvings of like, like a face, you know, out of the silver. They're all about maybe half an inch in size, mm. and they're kind of patterned in different positions and different expressions. Some look like happy, some look there? frightened, some oh, look yeah. neutral, some look sleeping. Yeah. It's the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Okay. Well, learn to draw comics. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> for kunk. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible throw. You catch it, and it kind of <laughs> kind of comes to rest inside. Nice. Oh, like those things at the airport. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I also have a claw. In there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it comes to rest inside. Yeah, knows some fine, fine silver. No other changes to my disposition. Motherfucker. No. <laughs> the fucking dimples what? are going. <laughs> 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 dimples. No, but a moment later, you do feel this kind of like, like a. You never felt a a real belch before, but like there's like a pocket of air. Do screaming like souls come yeah, out of his mouth? Right. Screams do. Oh! <laughs> Wait, really? Like seven or eight different voices just go. <laughs> Oh for a God. second, and what? then echo and fade into the tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Soul food. <laughs> oh. Oh. Boom. Oh. Boom. Yes. Boom. No. Oh, no. I thought we didn't even try to identify before. I know, why didn't we look at it? Why didn't you look at it? You have goggles, it's food. why didn't you look at it? I it's have to reattune to the goggles just to see what it is. That's you did stupid. nothing wrong. should pass well, those I mean, out to somebody else. Seems like the, the souls are well, free now. I eat plenty of things with faces. Did, I don't see what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, you did a service. You could do you it. Did. You, you have an extra tunable item, don't you? I do. You could wear some goggles that would let goggles, you identify things. They're like twice the size of my face, though. They're magic. They get they shrink down That's to your ridiculous. head. That's ridiculous. Just use that a little thing on the back. You pull it and it shrinks. Somebody can wear them. I've, oh. For flavor, they're not actually goggles. It's just a lens that pops out. Magic yeah. items that shrink? That is the silliest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> we live in the real world. This stuff does not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. He says, well, at this table with these people yeah. in this location. <laughs> there are limits to, yeah. <sighs> Don't insult my intelligence, give me the lens. <laughs> okay, I'll see you in 20 minutes. Um, it's twice the size of my okay. head. As you finish up your meal and it comes, there's, there's some banter, there's some laughter, there's some uh, awkward pauses. <laughs> Um, but as the meal finishes and uh, you know, Birdie kind of finishes and pulls her napkin out from her cleavage where she tucked it in and kind of finishes, wipe her mouth and looks over, sets her down. Well, we're going to hang back here for a while and kind of just readjust to life, maybe not always on the run. So we kind of get our footing again and find a new start. Should all you 
succeed in what you're doing and maybe set your tether free a little too, but, um... And you both will be safer here, I imagine. Uh, I imagine so as well. She looks over at Ollie, kind of nods. What, whatever happens, you know, we're thinking fondly of you. We're sending all our wishes. I mean, all this is over. I think we both agree we'd like to get to know who, who you've become a little more. I would like that very much. And, and I would like to get to know both of you a little better. Me too. I wanted to ask you, have you had any um, visions or anything? Not really, unfortunately. The squint is sort of, sort of left me since this whole, uh, our, our, Argyle, our, Apogee Solstice, oh, no. Apogee Solstice went on, so I'm a, I've been a bit hazy. But if it ever kicks in, I'll make sure that Morgan knows. I mean, she can let you know, I think, right? And then she goes like. <laughs> well, whatever's done, you're going to be amazing. You and whatever weird fire goddess you've becoming. Certainly made a splash in the surrounding swamps. Most of the folks around here can't stop talking about it. Oh, really? Oh, it's been a talk all morning. <gasps> all the bumblebirds. Talk and, of the town? Well, I mean, I'm sure towns have heard of it too, but more of the treetop villages and swamp sign bustles have all been just a buzz with the new fire Vigilies. spirit in town. Mm. Just proud. Thank you. But y'all better make sure she gets back okay, or I'll fucking kill each and every one. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's what okay. I'm talking Good. about. It's fair. It's fair. I figured. We'll get her back. See? Even they don't blink anymore at that sort of talk. That means you're tougher. I like it. It's true. Well. Shall we? Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you're good to go. I'm good to go. I think I'm good to go. And Nana, you said you could maybe you know, do a little yeah. time. Of course, I didn't follow for a second there. Yes. But <laughs> if you don't mind, and she ref refers over to the far corner where Isiola has been quietly eating, and just goes, right, um, eye contact, wonderful. Um, <clears throat> Of course. If we're all ready and we have our things, I can go ahead and uh, return us to the proximity of our destination with fair chance of success. Uh, and I believe with your um, blessing to do so with little time wasted, correct, Morgan? Correct. Trust me, you'll feel my Tweaking. You'll know it's working. How, how close will we be to um, the side? 
Well, we're not going directly to it. That would be folly, but we are heading towards the west side encampment. It's where a number of my compatriots and a number of the alliances of those who have mustered forces into the Hellcatch have situated. There are two main encampments, the western and the eastern side, um, but this is where the individuals that I know of and been preparing for your arrival lie. So hopefully rather close to there. If not, we'll, uh, we'll make the distance rapidly as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm wondering if we should use the, the scroll of mass non-detection before we head out, or if we should wait until we're at the encampment. I, I imagine we could. It's an eight-hour spell? It should be, yes. What do y'all think? I think at the encampment, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, take us, take us away. Very well. And she stands up and kind of. I believe in you, Alora. Mm-hmm. Guidance. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'm gonna give a quick hug to Birdie oh. and to Ollie. Oh. They both kind of take you in, and the three of you kind of form a triangular hug together for a moment. That's nice. As they pull away a bit, you can see Birdie kind of quickly tries to wipe the dampness from her cheeks, as does Ollie to a lesser degree. But they both kind of step back and take you in, taller than both of them. <laughs> and just a, a vision now of all sorts of strange powers, a confluence of chaos through and through. You come back now, right? I will. And you be safe, both of you. I'll keep them safe. Okay. You want to tell stories now? All right. The rest of you tell stories about how cool she is, too. Well, yes, of course. Good. Love you, Nana. (laughs) She smiles. Love you, too. And she smiles. And rises up from the table and comes and joins the rest of your troop. Um, she extends mm-hmm. her long arms in each direction, and you watch as all these little fireflies like descend out of the weave of roots and branches that makes the ceiling of this kind of eating region of the central base manor. Um, as they swirl around, they all begin to dance and land upon your shoulders, and Allura begins her incantation, pulling out. Uh, a singular rod uh, that you can see has like a carved spiral of color in it that kind of sits in like a like a deep cerulean blue, almost like a like a veined corkscrew through an iron rod. And she, she takes it. She takes a bit of dust and kind of throws it upon the rod, kind of coats it for a second, and then holds it aloft with two of her fingers. She looks at the rest of all of you, looks over at Anamori. And Nanamori takes her hands and clasps them together in front of her. And as that happens, all the fireflies swarm to the center and surround this rod. As Laura begins muttering her incantation beneath her breath, the fireflies begin to vibrate. And as they do, Laura's spellcasting gets slower. And 
for a brief moment, it's like the second goes on for an hour. You're trapped in an uncomfortable instant. And with that, suddenly the fireflies scatter off in all directions, and you feel all of you tumble in towards that direction like you're falling down a well. Ass over tea kettle, just falling into this dark expanse before suddenly you all find yourself now once again on hard ground, your boots colliding with rock and earth. You glance around and see yourselves now in the familiar expanse of the Hellcatch Valley. You see the open desert hills, the dusty dunes, the parched trees, and the somewhat clouded sky. Uh, the difference here being that there is a very, very strong <coughs> reddish hue to the entirety of the landscape around you. As you peer upon the horizon, you can see the interesting shift in topography. You can see the, um, you can see what looks to be maybe a quarter mile away, a ramshackle fortress or like a fort, like an exterior wall, uh, with all manner of structures and vehicles, or uh, look like war machines of some kind, uh, buttressed around it. You can see uh, a cloven kind of chasm not far from it, where it looks like a skyship is currently grounded and hidden within. But as you kind of look off towards the horizon, sweeping across the direction, you can see the beam of the Bloody Bridge, thick and sparking as it fires off into the sky. And there looming, whether it be a trick of the light to the atmosphere or what, larger than you remember it being, the burning red glow of Ruidus, ominously silent, consuming the air above you. Allura kind of steps. Oh, all right, very well, we've arrived, and it, yes, is as welcoming as I remembered. Well, how are you all feeling? I'm trepidatious, but... Um... Ready to be on with it. Mm -hmm. Generally <laughs> feel is this normal? Help me. I'll pick up some sand and throw it at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, now. He made his voice all sexy, though. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. You, you like slowed down records, do you? <laughs> Just a little creepy. <laughs> so there are miles and miles off from the Titian excavation site where the Malleus Key and the base of the Bloody Bridge currently resides. Um, but you can see like the rocky hills around. Uh, and as you begin to walk with Allura towards the west side encampment, you can see uh, there are whole uh, legions of troops, hundreds and hundreds gathered at different points, some marching around, some keeping a perimeter. Um, you can see within the makeshift walls and around uh, the exterior of them, there are signs of battle. There are some bits of wreckage that have been mostly scavenged. 
You can see signs of uh, destroyed skyships, um, kind of scattered around the surrounding battlefield and beyond. There is, there is a sense here that there's been warfare, but nothing all in. Just skirmishes. Both sides testing boundaries. Both sides setting up walls and holding them. There is a very air of held breath and waiting as you approach the outside of the encampment. You can see amongst the, the, the battlements here, there are numerous war mages that now currently work to magically sculpt the battlements. You watch as parts of the ground kind of shift and build columns of stone. You can watch as uh, druidic powers grow trees from the what you assumed would be uh, rather barren land that rise up and wrap over the stone to further barricade the exterior walls. You can see among these defenses uh, banners and colors and a, that are a mix of Marquesian and Silrin and Taldore factions. Um, the war engines, as you get closer to the exterior, some functional, some in disrepair, some utterly obliterated, are massive war rams or uh, carts with ballista, multiple ballista affixed to it, some uh, just natural, powerful, uh, massive siege weapons, some enchanted with some level of uh, arcana to enhance their capabilities. Um, you can see Everyone here, as you begin to see faces and energy, looks over to take you in, and then quickly just goes back to their business. There is definitely a, a, a worried glance and a, an expectation to uh, defend or engage before they see Allura, and they go back to their training, they go back to their waiting. But there is a palpable anxiety in the air. As you enter through the front gates, uh, Allura kind of waving her hand as they open the front. <laughs> These massive stone doors that pull back, you hear the ratcheting of chains. Um, the soldiers on each side kind of uh, crank them open. You enter the interior of the encampment and you can see the multiple kind of uh, makeshift barracks that have been sculpted from the surrounding stone. It has this kind of natural it's almost like someone grew a mountain to serve this purpose, and looking at those that are currently processing it, that's literally what happened here. Um, you approach and can see there are a number of figures that begin to walk up towards Allura and your troop as you arrive. Uh, most of them flanked by or being followed by at least 15 soldiers each. Uh, you see one figure, uh, it's, it looks to be a, a male orc uh, man, the kind of thin, uh, very handsome, with this uh, kind of well-kept chin-strap beard that comes to two points at the edges of his rather chiseled jawline. Um, his dark hair kind of quaffed up in a curl before the kind of gray sides come in. Um, you see his tusks on each side have rings that are embedded in them. Um, he wears this long uh, red and purple robe that uh, is intricate designs all across it and a number of rings on each finger. Um, 
one of the other figures that approaches a little bit behind you see is a female silver dragonborn um, who is missing an arm. Uh, she is armored with massive uh, chest plate, um, long cloak, and you can see uh, is wearing upon the tabard in front uh, the symbol of the Council of Taldore. And then uh, beyond them to the right, you see another figure, an elderly human uh, man uh, of dark red-brown skin. Uh, he, he looks, his colors of you know, gray, kind of balding hair and beard look, make him look old at a distance. But as he approaches, you can see as he walks with this like large cloth mantle across his chest and you get glimpses of his arms and his chest, he is massively ripped. He is just the most muscular old man you've ever seen. And as he begins to walk, you see the soldiers that walk alongside him themselves also wear similar uh, like red and white colored uh, tabards and, and robes around them, and they themselves are also extremely physically fit. Uh, the, the, the colors of their banners do have a Sildren textures to them, and you can see uh, uh, the uh, Stormlord symbols adorning oh, parts of their Allura says, just a moment, please wait here. I need to make. Wait, are you going to get? You're going to go talk to them. I'm going to make your introductions. Oh. Introductions now. Okay. <clears throat> and so she steps forward, and you can see them all kind of talk a bit with haste. Some of them looking past and kind of taking you all in. Some with mistrust or confusion. Some just general curiosity. Um, many of the soldiers just kind of staying at the side, but you can see them all kind of. There's. It's interesting. They don't see you as strangers. They they look to you with an expectant curiosity. After some brief discussion, Allura turns back and says, but to that degree, I would like to bring amongst our council here uh, our volunteer troop of experienced adventurers uh, at the behest of the Council of Taldore, the Arcana Pansophical, and the Chamber of Whitestone, uh, Bell's House, please. Yes, clap ourselves. Um, if I might uh, introduce to you, uh, we have amongst you uh, the from the hearts of Eshanador, myth taker Key Mendozi, and uh, refers to the orc mm -hmm. man who first approached, um, who gives a nod with a keen grin. Key yeah, Key Mendozi. Q I. Oh. Yeah, that makes so much uh, more, more sense. Yeah. With the no, key like a <laughs> <laughs> The heraldry of the Taldore Council, uh, Guardian Tofa Bratoris. Oh. Oh. And of uh, the Vasselheim Bastions, uh, here representing the Don Marshal, uh, Earthbreaker Groom. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Um, they look to the rest of you, uh, Topher Bratoris. Well, we've been made aware of your soon-to-be-received arrival and have been told of your capabilities, so we are eager to see what you're capable of. As the Silver Dragonborn kind of nods, the... Uh, Silver. Yeah, Silver Dragonborn. The uh, orc character, the myth-taker, Kim Endozi, goes, well, it is quite curious as well to see um, 
quite a motley crew brought to be the uh, the gatherers of such. Hot boy <laughs> Sorry, put it up there. Keep going. What? Just because of his accent. Yeah. Cool. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Caught out. She said that in character. <laughs> in you all, you all heard it in your mind, like, yeah, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I have heard some tale of your abilities, and I'm very um, excited to work together to bring all of this um, to a, a, a positive and brisk end. Hmm. We're a little rougher on the edges, but people tend to underestimate us, and we have firsthand experience with the folks we're fucking with, so. You hear the voice go, underestimation. That is a powerful thing. You hear like the low guttural rumble of the uh, gentleman introduced to you as Earthbreaker Groom, who kind of steps forward a bit. Um, and of all of them who, how, who carry a, a, a charisma or a presence to them, Earthbreaker doesn't, he, he's not a massive man as far as like the space he physically takes up, but the, the force of his presence seems to almost carry a weight 10 to 15 feet out in all directions. This is, this is an individual that, that walks with the strength of the gods and a history of not being fucked with. Mm. Now that we look at you, we can see why you Hold the key to what we need. Because we're underestimated. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I'm referring to. That is what I just said. Um, but indeed, we're happy to have you among us. And you are Bella's house. Happy to be here. What they say. Smile a day to you. Because it's true. Mm. I'm Fern. Fern. Fresh cut grass, oh, Ladna, Chetney, Imogen, Orum, Ashton. Smiley day. Topher kind of looks over towards Allura. You seem to dabble quite often with Motley. Uh, gathered crews, don't you? And she kind of. Well, they seem to be capable of getting a lot more done than some of your suggestions. Isn't Damn! Damn! Fire! Oh shit! Oh shit! Nods. Happy to have you among us. <laughs> well, into the war tent then. Oh yeah. I get to go into a oh, war tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a <clears> lot. <throat> We are the war tent. Since <laughs> we were in a war room, now we go to war tent. Following them uh, across the, <laughs> the entryway, to the, something about the hat that makes that even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> you've almost got like Jay of Jay and Silent Bob vibes. For some reason, war tent. <laughs> It's just so fun. So many things you can do. <laughs> As you're all walking through, <laughs> you're walking through the kind of rough courtyard, I guess you could call, or the the open central space of this battlement, um, towards this one of a number of large tents that you can see throughout the space. 
uh, the soldiers kind of giving you an escort, kind of closing around you, and you can hear their armored footfalls kind of stepping alongside you, this kind of unique din of feeling protected by multiple factions. There's a level of kind of sweeping importance that seems to just wash over you as you do that is both uh, interesting, uh, but also a little terrifying. Uh, as you're walking, let's say, Fern, as you're all walking, <laughs> everyone's walking towards the, the tent. You glance over and watch as the one who introduced himself as Earthbreaker Groon is just looking at you. And looking at Imogen. And back at you. And then just keeps walking. A stare that seems to. You know that feeling your parents give you when you've done something wrong? It feels like that, but you don't know why. You're like, I swear I haven't been drinking. Yeah. But and you haven't, but for some reason you're acting weird that you kind didn't seem like, like you're drunk. Doppelganger, doppelganger, yes. doppelganger. Kind of, yeah. And and immediately you're like, oh, I, I didn't do anything wrong. In your head, you hear yeah. what? Thanks for knowing. I wanted you to get yeah, in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see that? See what? That that the the guy, the one that's like super ripped. The old guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. How does that even Ooh, work? I don't but know. anyway, um, he had like a really weird look. Like he was like, didn't like us. Am what? I just? Am I? Am Everybody I, likes you first. No, no, no. But it was it. He looked at both of us. I think. Me too. Yeah. Like, just, just watch, just, just okay. watch, just okay. watch. I think he doesn't like us, because, no, Eventually. I have theories. You come to the exterior of this large, uh, like, central-piked tent, and as the doors are opened and you are ushered in, the majority of the soldiers stay outside, except for a, a few hand bodyguards that stick with some of the other prominent figures. You enter this chamber, and you can see there's lanterns affixed all about, as well as two glowing uh, orbs that are uh, hanging from chains in the center that give, like a, like a, a midday, light to this that kind of knocks away the red glow that continuously swallows the landscape around you. Uh, it's a, a, a welcome sight to what you've been under since you've arrived here. Um, as you watch as the figures you, in, you were introduced to enter with you, uh, you also see on the opposite sides of the table, uh, sleeves rolled up, kind of uh, a set of goggles on the head with various lenses uh, and kind of dirty and a thing. Lord Percival, who has a number of cool. sketches kind of just kind of out across the table uh, and uh, behind him looking up with a smile towards you in particular, the voice of the Tempest. Um, as you enter the chambers and the uh, tent flaps close behind, uh, Keyleth stands up tall and kind of taps Percy on the shoulders. What? Oh, hmm. Rather rapid, I suppose. Um, Alora, you said you were taking them somewhere. Yes, um, we had a, a very, very brief excursion. Pharaoh, then you watch as both Percival and Kiel through each other and go, ah. <laughs> well, um, I'm glad you've made it. And once again, we're all very thankful for what you've agreed to. We all here are paragons by some in our particular cultures or 
homes. Uh, we are also prominent in our capabilities, our interests, and in doing so, are very carefully watched. So what you bring to the table here, to some, would be seen as insignificance. But we've seen what you can do. What a compliment. <laughs> Maybe anonymity is <laughs> In the sense that you have not yet shown the world what you're capable of, but you've shown us. And because so few know, for now, that gives us all the strength in you seven. Allura comes to the table and sets her pack down. Now, what we have before us in this short time is a bit ramshackle, but I think it will do for what is necessary to get you to the Bloody Bridge and beyond. Um, <clears throat> that should be your autobiography title. To the Bloody Bridge and Beyond. Yes. I like that. Mm. Uh, where, where are we sitting outside of our current situation, she says to the rest of the councils and the uh, myth-taker key says. From what we hear, there are a number of signs, uh, words going about speaking of more, for lack of a better term, doomsday cults arising, embracing these times as a sign of the end, which creates its own anxiety and unrest in the peoples of our world. That, unfortunately, feeds the malcontent with the various temples, the gods, it's at an all-time high. Uh, and at which point across the way, uh, the Guardian Bratoris pipes in, and the Ruby Vanguard influence through information and conscription continues to swell because of it all. So, we are uh, being assaulted at home by ideals as much as we're being assaulted here on the field of battle. Percival <clears throat> clears his throat and takes his goggles off and sets them down. Yes, and that is why we've got you to do this. The plot of distraction that I've outlined here, and he kind of rolls out the sheets, and uh, you can see all manner of brief sketches show these various, uh, some of them are, are just regular travel carts, some of them are military war wagons, some of them are uh, damaged um, war vehicles and engines that have been kind of altered and changed. And you, now you see the sketches, you can see a number of these you're witnessing the outside and being built within the walls of the stronghold. These, Ah, uh, they call them the Butcher Wagons. Oh, that's a great name. That's mm. a real good mm. name. Butcher Wagons. Illusions only go so far. He points over, looks over towards other issues. Unfortunately, yes. We're fighting our individuals that are looking for magic falsities. However, nothing quite changes someone's mind than the warm splash of blood across their face at the signs of something being slain. So, uh, Mr. Laura here and uh, Mr. Mandozi here will both be uh, accompanying these wagons under the guise of an assault. Beasts of them, some construction. I don't quite know what they have planned, but that's not my prerogative. I have been tasked with overseeing the building of these butcher wagons. Uh, they will be cloaked within these illusions to assault from the northwestern side of the uh, Malleus Key site itself. So, we will have uh, them attacking 
from an illusory sight, uh, looking to draw most of their defenses in that direction. They will mount a counter-assault against our approach, at which case the illusions will show themselves being destroyed. These beasts, creatures, um, whatever it is you've thought up. And when they do, we also detonate these wagons, spraying the front of their lines with crimson gore. So whatever sort of immediate assumptions that this being a distraction or some sort of a, an illusory advance would be dispelled long enough to double their efforts to defend. That'll buy you a little bit more time. The good news is the smartest amongst them are currently up there. So, that will give you, we hope, 10 to 30 minutes to infiltrate. Say one more time. 10 to 30 minutes to infiltrate before they um, either force us to withdraw and keep them under the assumption that they've succeeded, or they realize that this was a ruse and they begin to search for why. In which case, hopefully, if all goes right, you would have already crossed the bridge and be on your way to vanish up there to find what you seek. And is the plan for us to, like, slip in through the south-southeast while Mm. They're going in the north northwest or whatever, or are we riding the bottom of these boom boom wagons <laughs> and jumping off in invisibility and slipping in before they detonate? Percy goes to raise his hand, but you hear the voice of Groon instead fill the space. No. You are to enter from the southeast side. Wait for the sounds of conflict. Then slip in unnoticed. Now. Your ability to dispel invisibility remains disabled, I believe. He looks towards Allura. Um, indeed, it seems that your um, last incursion sorted that, and they haven't quite been able to get things back up and running to that degree. Um, however, the Rylora seem to be able to sense nearby minds. We got a lot of them on the ground. They are the bulk of their forces at the moment. Good. Allura goes, ah, but, but oh. I've provided you with scrolls that should be able to keep you for a period of time yeah. unnoticed by them. It's so. like the scroll that does what my, uh, what my circle it did for all of us. Great. Did we already pop that off or are we going to do it? No, we're going to do it now. Wait, wait, okay. Get more closer. Okay. You're uh, constantly keeping an eye out yeah. to make sure they're not scrying currently, right? Oh. This, this entire tent is barred from any sort of uh, exterior magical intrusion of that kind, and I am always keeping an eye outward. I've lived this long because of it. Groon kind of <clears throat> clears his throat and closes his eyes. My men will be helping at the front line of this assault as well. The Stormlord is with us. We will find glory enough to let you in. Do not let our sacrifices be in vain. Oh, a diversion. Yeah, we got, got a diversion, we gotta play way in. When do we when do we strike? When you are ready. Mm. Percy goes, well, uh, well uh, actually, give me about, I need at least another hour, hour and a half. Uh, 
test a few things, make a few final adjustments. I just want to ensure that things go off. Um, look. <clears throat> hour. Give me an hour. Well, we've got some. How long will it take to cast those spells that we that we need? Instantly, right? The yeah, scrolls. The scrolls. I think they're just go. All right. Do your best not to be discovered. If so, leave no witnesses. Oh. Leave no witnesses. Delora goes, well, a, a number of these people are victims, brainwashed or misled. Uh, to clarify, he goes, whatever that means to you, if that means silencing them or taking them with you and ensuring they cannot give you away. There is too much at stake. This is war. It does me no pleasure. But this is about all of us. All of us. And as he says that, his eyes go white and his voice bellows outward, and you hear the crack and roll of thunder in the distance. Awesome. <laughs> We understand the assignment. Malora nods. We hope to do our best to give members of the Vanguard that we feel can be given opportunities to amend their ways in the future, have that opportunity. Redemption. Yes, if possible. Is there like a threshold in terms of like, oh, certain people, you know, probably the leadership, probably beyond redemption, but maybe the peons? You watch as Keyleth, her smile when you arrived fades into a more cold expression of realism. She doesn't even make any eye contact, she just kind of looks past everyone and goes, that is for you to decide. Save who you can, but do what is right. All right. Um, when you launch the attack, is she looking at you like that? <laughs> um, it just feels what, like a lot of responsibility. <laughs> when you launch the attack, I assume these vehicles move kind of quickly, so we should already be all the way around on the other side, right? Yes, yes, of course. Um, we'll be simultaneously setting up both sides of this, uh, you're both your point of intrusion on your own. Uh, I, we would be able to, I, how are we doing that? He kind of looks to the rest of the room. Teleport uh, us over there? there? I don't think that's a good idea. No, no. you don't want to teleport um, in right there. Keyleth goes, I can guide you to that point and keep you unseen, but then you're on your own. I do need a bit of time to prepare the skies. Sick. <laughs> she looks at Percival and says, one hour? He kind of nods and says, one hour. She goes, I better begin. How long will it take to get over to the Nice key from here? At my speed, pretty quick. 
All right, let's go. I'm gonna need a little bit of supply before we do this, if possible. What, because you used all of the supplies we just got? <laughs> yes, just now. We do have, so what do you mean more supplies? Do we have some cloaks, something that looks we have cloaks. Deserty. We have the Ruby yeah, Vanguard have, disguises. We still have, we have the Vanguard cool. disguises. Are they? Well, yeah. The, red, the Ruby Vanguard disguises are good. Are they going to be able to hold up? Do we need goggles? Anything like that for? It's all up the same. There? We have it all from the last time we were here. Orm right. still has a full goggle circle over his entire oh. face. Oh, it shrink, <laughs> shrunk at all? I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's in your head. You heard. That's why he was looking at us weird. Oh, uh, well, it was his face. Yeah, his face. Nerd. Um, I'm going to walk over to Earthbreaker Ground. I'm going to open up the hole and start organizing things. Open up the hole. Yep. So you sort of like, you stop. heard me. Stop it. I know exactly where you went. Stop it. I knew before you got or there. Stop, stop it. it. Uh, as, as you're walking over, Earthbreaker Grun is speaking to the table still. He says, There is always a chance you may be followed even under the best of circumstances. So covering your tracks upon arrival to Rudis will be imperative. And uh, you hear Allura say, It's imperative, and then miss the top. The important part. Uh, <laughs> I've got a plan for that. When you, when you are on Ruidus, learn what you can. Uh, who are these Rylora, and ultimately, what do they want? Uh, see if there are any leaders or figures we can attempt to parley with or negotiate away from the Vanguard's plot under Ludinus. Um, where is Ludinus? What is his path to victory there? Uh, how much time do we have? What dangers or challenges await an all-out assault on the Red Moon? Uh, any of these questions and more, all of these are extremely helpful for what we are plotting and preparing for on this side. So, however you can, best that you can, to the point of where you feel it is too dangerous and you must return to us, please do. Um, you have that staff still? Yeah, we got it. When you do cross over back to the bridge, it will drop you right back into the center of that excavation site. Ensure you have that staff at the ready, because that will be your ticket away. Sure. Sure. Yes. Yes. It's a tune, right? It's a tune. All right. You walk over to Earthbreaker Garoon. His head slightly turns your direction. His eyes still just this kind of clouded white. What, 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 you were looking at us. What were, you, what were you looking at me like that for? Like you were all mad or disappointed or something? These eyes do not look anywhere. I sensed you. Okay, what did you sense? You are rude as born. Both of you. And he looks over towards Imogen and you watch as uh, Topher and Key and other figures at the table that you assume didn't have this information before suddenly glance over uncomfortably. Are you saying we're sending Ruidus born to Ruidus to handle this for us? Towards Allura and Keyleth. Um, Keyleth kind of puts her hands up. Look, these two are not bound by that same draw. They're here, aren't they? They're not part of the vanguard and whatever they're trying to do. No. 
we did we didn't ask to be born on under the road as moon. Topher leans in and says, We tried working with Ruidus Born. Where are they now? And her dragonborn eyes kind of glance up at the sky. What happened before? Well, at a certain point, they just kind of forgot what we were doing and joined their new friends. Hmm. Well, that's not going to happen with us. We very recently went under uh, a, a really close, tight bonding situation, and we're, we're all devoted to each other. Yeah. We hold each other accountable. Yep, and yeah. we're devoted to the cause, and I can vouch for all of these folks with my life. Wake up, chat. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is what I'm saying. This is extremely irregular, and uh, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, it fills me with a, a, a sense of uh, malcontent with this plan for going to send. Do you, do you, do you trust of these two? Yes? Their ties to the moon would have allowed us to get as close to Ludness's plots as we have. Alora nods. Indeed, there is already a bit of information that has saved many lives of those you brought here from these two. Yes, they have a strong connection there, but I think that is also what makes them so dangerous, both unseen and more capable. So. Very capable. Absolutely. Do you trust me? Do you trust the voice? You're asking us? Well, I think she's asking them. Oh, okay. <laughs> they all kind of fall quiet for a second. <laughs> I want to hear their totally regular plan that they have for this. They clearly have a very regular plan to do yeah. with this that they're very excited about. Sorry. Yeah. Groon looks over, kind of, he hasn't really broken his blind eyed contact from one of the two of you as he just kind of darts back between. You both. He speaks once more, his voice carrying with that resonant bass of a power beyond himself. I trust they are capable. For they know that if they turn, the storm will find them. But you are of the storm, are you not? I am the storm, baby. Hmm. You're a person of faith, right? You hear a couple <laughs> chuckles in the chamber, and he goes, one would say, maybe. Well, that's all we have to rely on these days, is our faith. And I have the utmost faith in them. Maybe you could spare a little. It seems your friends may have more faith in you than perhaps you carry for yourself. Be prepared to rely on them when the time comes. Uh, Orem locks eyes with the Tempest. We have this. 
We've got our heads straight. We've been preparing. We're as ready as we're going to be. Choosing us isn't a mistake. There isn't a thought in my head that says this is a mistake. You're the tip of the spear. We are everything to follow. We just need you to guide us. No problem. Good. There's this, like, warmth to her voice, but you can't escape the fact that there's just this fraction of distraction in the back of Keyleth's presence. It's oddly familiar to look upon your faces and what's in front of you. I believe in you all. She looks to Percy, who kind of smiles, wipes a little bit of dirt from his cheek. Why does it always take a bunch of assholes to get anything done? He likes us. <laughs> Very well, let's get our preparations together. Mm-hmm. Whatever else you need within the hour? Yes, an hour, thank you. Please, leave, I need to finish. Everyone kind of looks around. Uh, Myth Taker Key kind of nods. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you all, and I look forward to making uh, your acquaintances further should you come back surviving. We will. It'll be Key, Key Key, we, going to the Malleus Key to see what we can see. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> I like this one. He's filled with a bunch of jokes. Like me, I love this one. All right, we'll talk more later. Yeah. What is, your name is? Uh, Fresh Cut Grass. Fresh Cut Grass. Even the name is a joke, I love this guy. Okay. Um, great, great, okay. No. <laughs> I'll go decide what crazy beast to cook up. Uh, Laura can find me when we're getting ready for time, and we will make such a show. <laughs> and he steps out of the tent. Great, right? Why are they giving us shit? All these people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like they've never met a fucking crazy person before. Seems like they have to deal with so much red tape. He's like, hmm, why does it take a bunch of assholes to get anything done? I'm pretty sure it's because we have no oversight. I think that's it. This looks so boring. No. Yeah, yeah. Motley crew like they yeah. are. Oh. I mean, what, what? Hey, why was he doing? What was oh, that? The big buff one looking the dude. Yes. Yeah. Oh my like God. Like it's our fault. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't I mean, either. That was the, a threat. He threatened. No, threat. yeah, whatever the fuck you brought to that, holy shit, more like, oh if my God, I would like. us, we have to give them a break too. They're trying their best, they're just nervous. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Just <laughs> couldn't help but notice a bit of a... Judgment? Yes, and seemed a bit hypocritical to think that we could save members of the Rudus Vanguard, but then they didn't want to trust Rudus born right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Well, when they get to know you, they'll trust you more. To be fair, y'all, that, that, that pull is strong. It's real strong. To the moon. Yeah. Do you fair. need like a word, a safe word or something? When it gets too, too, too much? much? What can it be? 
Help me, it's too much. <clears throat> That'll work. Something, I mean that. something pithier. <laughs> so I don't feel a pull at all, so <clears throat> I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Is the pull more okay. since, your, since your dream? Yeah. What if you get up there, though, and I don't want to stand between something that you might really want. What if you do want to go with them? What if that is your calling? Well, I'm not going to lie. Part of it feels like it is, but... I'm not blind, y'all. I know. I know what's right. Even if. Even if. My heart would say otherwise at. at. at some point. Just. you know, keep me present. You've got her. And you've got us. That's enough. Yeah. Mark reaches up and gives her arm a little squeeze. We're just the tip, guys. Just the tip of the spear. <laughs> just that's that's like a safe word. Just the tip. Just the there tip. we are. Oh, there it is. <laughs> in and out, and we're done. No. Just the tip. In and just out. That's not. Just oh, the tip. No. In and out, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In and out. Just a good plan. <laughs> Take him out. Put your wagon at the bloody bridge. Just the tip. Where's Keyleth? Uh, most most everyone has left the tent at this point. Uh, you look across the way and you see uh, Keyleth is talking to uh, a couple of the Shari defenders, um, members of the Blades of the Tempest. I just kind of awkwardly start hovering they nearby. Step away and you watch her like sigh deeply. Her lengthy coat I of just circle around till I'm in her periphery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, ha, hello. hello. I'm s- sorry. There's there's a lot hello. there's a lot going on. I, oh yes, uh, it's Laudna. It's crazy. Yes, yes. Oh my God, you remembered my name. Of course. What? You're very pretty. Well, I just I just couldn't. I I noticed you seemed kind of distracted. There's a lot going on in the world right no, now. No, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> are, you, are you distracted because you're like looking at us like, ooh, nostalgia and thinking of fonder times? Or is it because that feathered man who turned into a marble? She glances by and you can see now the direction that she keep kept kind of glancing off is the direction she looks and it's directly towards the red beam of the Malleus Key, and you see as she looks off and kind of takes a deep breath without looking at you, she just says, we have to set him free. Is that why you volunteered to come with us? To escort us to the base of the bridge? No. Insight check. Oh, sure. Guys. Ooh, bad. <laughs> bad. Five. She makes eye contact with you and says, because it's my responsibility as a protector of my people and the people of this world, I do this. Mm. 
and in doing so, hope to maybe help him too. Hmm. He's being used to power the bridge, yeah? Yeah. We assume. They all keep saying we need the bridge to return. Is that true? Or is there another way? As far as I know, all the great arcanists have been thinking just on this problem for a number of weeks now. And the bridge is the only connection we have to Rodus. No teleportation, no divination, no magic seems to cross that threshold. The bridge is the only thing that gets there. That's why Ludinus made it. That's why you need to take it. That's why it needs to stay until we're all done. Hmm. But when we're done, we set him free. So you're escorting us, but you also get to check in on him a little bit. From a distance. Hmm. Well, I just wanted to ask, are you Bowers and Brian? Maybe when we're up there and we're scouting, we discover the source of why things are so limited in traveling there. Can add that to that incredibly long list that I tried to jot down of all the things we need to find out. But I'll add that. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, I know there's so much going on, <laughs> so I'll let you do it. I'm sorry. For what? For everything. You see a wave of remorse cross her face as she kind of nods and walks away. Well, that was unsettling. How's it going over here? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, at 49 minutes in, I'm gonna ritually cast something. When I find what it is, I will tell you. Also, wasn't I using this to identify something? No, it's just because no, you have an empty slot. Because I'm sick of seeing your now eyes. Now you can't like, see my face. <laughs> it's the inside of my head. Uh, I'm going to ritually cast Telepathic Bond. Ooh, mm. nice with the ritual cast. So we can all talk to each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. quietly? Hell yeah. <laughs> Smart. I have organized the uh, portable hole as best I fucking can. Everything is findable. <laughs> Just spread open that hole. Uh, it's, Stop it. <laughs> With the telepathic bond <laughs> letters, yeah. is it just like one big conference call with all yeah, of us? It's a big yeah. like gaping party line. conference call. Is party line? Party line. There's no, no, uh, no. Uh, Unless uh, you have an intelligence of less than two. 
Then what happens if you have an intelligence? Doesn't work. Okay. So there's no aiming a, a thought do, an individual. Do you hear in your head? Do, 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 do. You know what's interesting though? Mm-hmm. I will have a telepathic bond with each other, but then the scroll <clears throat> is going to negate. What does it negate? Nothing. It just makes it to where people can't scrawl on us. Okay, scrawl. but we can still talk scrawl. to each other telepathically. Yeah, we can okay. talk to each other telepathically. It's just can't we scrawl. control. If it works like my circlet did, we would control who's able to talk Great. to okay. us. Okay, correct. Cool. Yeah, the, the intent of it is to prevent scrying and like intrusive intrusive uh, attempts into the mind for eight hours. All right. All right. As the butcher wagons are set up, there is an odd scent over the uh, exterior of this encampment from a lot of older meats and buckets of various uh, creature blood that has been gathered. Um, uh, How you doing, Jenny? Good smell? This I'm actually used to. (laughs) Blood. After a short time, uh, the voice of the Tempest approaches I'm gathering a few things, and then we'll be leaving here in just a moment. Right. She walks off. Uh, there's a moment where you feel a hand on your shoulder. Uh, the minute it does, your vision goes white, and you oh. see this like flash of a face in the clouds wait, wait, wait. before you feel the grip of Earthbreaker Groon on your shoulder. He's an image. Threatening you? We don't He's know. just touching her. Damn, protective. Yes! In his head. Can I help you? You hear back in your head, not even his voice, but a voice. Sourceless, growling, and echoey. You have my eye. There is greatness in you. Do not let us down. I won't. Releases his hand, and that like image of a face kind of pulls away and you hear the (laughs) roiling. You look up in the sky and there's no clouds, like no thunder clouds, just the gentle kind of drifting gray soft bits that have been there since you arrived. Groon just looks at you, through you, and gives a nod. Throws the shawl back over his shoulder and steps off towards his awaiting monks. Hmm. Keyleth returns. You see she's changed out of her ceremonial garb into uh, more of her gentle leathers, still, you know, definitely have them within them intricate scrolling. They've been designed as a, a gift or probably with some uh, kind of ceremonial dec- decoration to them, but much more functional for travel. The cloak itself, the long dragon cloak, you watch as it kind of 
pulls itself up into a smaller, almost like tapered half cloak to her back. She clutches her staff at her side. Is everyone ready? Yeah, let's do this. Oh, mage armor. (laughs) She looks off. You watch as she nods, and Percival gives a nod back. All right, let's take him out. And he goes ahead and uh, lights some sort of object in his hand, and a spark, like a like a flare spark, kind of flares a little bit in the air. As it does, all the wagons begin to go into motion, and you hear them pulling out quickly. There's no uh, beasts of burden pulling them. They're moving under their own power. Um, and as they continue to rock outward, kind of going across the, the landscape, uh, you watch as Allura and Key kind of flank the sides from a distance. They both kind of look back, Allura, hands together, gives you all a nod from across the central open way of this stronghold, and goes walking with them. Key looks back at you all. (laughs) (laughs) And goes and joins. Key looks at the rest of you. Get close. I pull out the scroll, and I'll use that before we head out. All right, you go ahead. It's magical words that I've never used this sort of thing before. Using an action. Yeah. That was accurate. It was scribed in Sweden. You finish the incantation, all of you suddenly watches this dome around your crew uh, of slightly mercurial reflective energy just kind of swirls around, and then it encloses in like a, like a specter of a bubble that suddenly closes, and as it washes through you, you feel this like faint chill across your mind, and as it fades, you get the sense that there is a a protective enchantment that sits within you for quite some time. The scroll itself kind of burns away in your grasp as it completes. Keyleth gives a nod. Okay, so this might be a little strange, but go with me here. Uh, she closes her eyes and focuses, holding her staff in her front. As it does, the wind picks up around you, and all of you feel this accompanying tingling sensation, and you watch as your legs begin to slightly drift apart into a mist, and within a moment, all of you become these yeah. cloud entities. Remember just be- when Keyleth does this to us, like, stupidly, remember? Yeah. Just Looking for up. no reason. Now she's using it for <laughs> the right reason. That's so That's cute. Now all of <laughs> yeah, you, including her, become these, yeah. these clusters of, of faint mist <laughs> that now can travel at an incredible yeah. speed, 300 feet Whoa. is your flying speed with this. Damn. And all of you just following her lead, take off into the sky, blending in with the slight plumes of dust and cloud that come through the ever-fluctuating winds that blow through, you all just begin to fly off into the sky. An incredible sensation for many of you the first time, not being on a skyship, but being free on your own, like a bird at a speed that a bird can only dream of achieving. 
As you coast through, you get a, an aerial view now of the surrounding landscape. You can see the, the Tishtan excavation site. You can uh, view kind of the glowing pulsing of the red light that emanates from the base of the, the powerful Malleus Key and the Bloody Bridge firing up, and where it hits the clouds themselves, what, what ones have kind of gathered there faintly are separated around and vanishing into the sky above to the moon. You see the, uh, the dots of the butcher wagons moving out, and suddenly they're no longer butcher wagons. You see this dust cloud begin to brim out in front of them, and this distant rumble of hundreds of footfalls. You see a charging wave of armored beasts, gargantuan and lumbering creatures that would stand 20, 25 feet tall, four arms each, kind of stepping forward like armored, massive gorillas. You see what looked to be uh, rhinoceros-like uh, armored riding beasts kind of coasting between them. It's an entire frontal assault that is now moving in place of these wagons. And you see, coming up out of the dust cloud, these fire-encircled ember rocks, their flaming wings stretching end to end for dozens and dozens of feet, screeching out across the horizon, the merry delusions of these two arcanists now enshrouding the advance with a much more terrifying and dominating presence. You all drift quickly over to the southeastern side, about a quarter mile or so from the actual exterior of the excavation site's pit. As you all drift down to where the landfall is, your bodies reform the back of this kind of rocky outcropping. It's about 15 feet tall and about 30 feet wide, where a couple of partially dried trees kind of skeleton upward, like, like withered hands reaching for the sky. You all come to rest there. The wind itself is blowing a bit. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that with my No, hands. it's okay. Uh, winds are blowing. This winds are blowing. Keyleth stands there, the wind kind of picking up the back of her cape a little bit. Antler Strawn, you see her looking off back towards where the Bloody Bridge is. <sighs> she holds her staff up and concentrates. She says, you have a few minutes to gather your thoughts and then be on your way. And in the moments that pass, you watch as the elements of soft clouds grow thick and dark. You watch as flashes of lightning begin to flash outward. The entire skyline over the hell catch within 10 minutes suddenly begins to take on that of one of the worst thunderstorms you've ever seen. Like a hurricane has suddenly now splashed into the center of Marquette. No raindrops fall, but a heavy wind that begins to pick up a roaring dust that surrounds nearly everything around this excavation site. You reach into the uh, bundles that you were given as you left, and you see Vanguard attire given to all of you. And as she's concentrating on this, her eyes themselves now aglow with a soft kind of uh, golden energy you see as she 
raises her hand, and with each slight shift of her wrist, you watch as a cloud suddenly grows thicker and more dangerous. And occasionally she'll pluck it as a bolt hits a cliffside that breaks and tumbles. Uh, you can see right now uh, the, from this distance, you, Orem, with your perception, can already see the number of perimeter guards just outside of the excavation site beginning to double. Mm -hmm. The attention is beginning to be drawn. On the opposite side, right? Well, right now, everywhere. Everywhere because of the storm. They just see the dust clouds picking up and the sudden storm rolling in. Keyleth, at this point, is now growing a bit nervous, and you can see the beads of sweat coming down her forehead. All right. Let me know when you're ready. We all put on our Ruby Vanguard yeah. roads yeah. over top. Pass without a trace. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Imogen, I will hit you with a death ward. Oh, thank you. Good Any call. invisibility we want to drop on ourselves? Probably. Mm, let's see. How long does it last? We want to wait till we get a little closer. It lasts an hour. Then let's get a little closer to the edge, I think, before we. We got a minute. Can we all be invisible? Wait, two of us can do it, right? I think I can up the level. <clears throat> Third level or higher, you can target an additional creature for each slot above second, but. That's yeah. not all of us. No, that wouldn't get all of us. But we have Pass Without a Trace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That does yeah. a lot. Robes. She goes, This, the cloud form lasts for eight hours. It takes a minute to transform and transform back, mm. which means it can't be used for the infiltration. You are a sitting duck while you make this transition, and I do not know if the bloody bridge would scatter you in the process, but when you reach the other side, it may be of use to you to get out of there quickly, mm. so keep that in mind. Thank you. Of course. Let's forge ahead. Yeah. We're, right. we're how far from the <coughs> from base camp from uh, Ground Zero? Uh, from from this point in Ground Zero, you can pick up the. Uh, it's about a quarter mile or so. We should start walking, right? Yeah, I think that. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she was saying drop cloud form before we go up, right? Yeah, we're not so clouds right now. Yeah, yeah. We're not clouds. We should not be clouds. We should not be clouds. <laughs> <laughs> um, when in doubt. But as the you step forward, entering these heavy winds that suddenly <laughs> engulf you, uh, marking the direction you have to travel, uh, you continue to move ahead. Who's leading the charge in this to keep you on task? Uh, I will. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for you. It would probably be, actually for this it would be a survival roll. Survival. Hmm. Since this is about keeping track of the um, the terrain and maintaining direction. Okay. Isn't, aren't you very survival-y? I, I, right? I have really good survival, yeah. actually. Oh, okay, then I'm going to scoot you forward. I'm actually going to nudge you in the, in the room. What, what, what? I, I, I can't see through all of this. Okay, I, I, I got it, I got it. I'm just rolling it. Guidance. 
29. <coughs> Before the windstorm swept around the excavation site, you helped between the two of you to get a good look of all the different landmarks and slight changes in topography for the direct line to it. And once you immerse yourself in this mist and this, this uh, clustered dust cloud storm that surrounds you, you've never felt more confident in anything in your life. I know where to go, just follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Covering your mouths, trudging forward through the storm, you push on. And before long, you hear the crack of thunder get more and more prominent and rapid. <laughs> With each successive blast, you begin to hear horns sounding from inside the excavation site. And as bits of the storm begin to break, and you get close to the exterior, carefully heading forward, I'd like you all to make a group stealth check. Please. Okay, okay. You do have advantage because you are in the middle of this dust storm. And past that address. Sure. Yeah. 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 They do have very high perception guards watching, so. Yeah. And we're also dressed like guards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 30. <coughs> oh, buddy. 31. Oh. It's happening. 35. 27. Okay. 21. Okay. 25. Okay. 25. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Okay. No, you didn't add your 10. I didn't add my 10, so 29. No, nope. no, what did I just say? You said 21. I said 21. 31. 31, thank you. Sorry. Okay. She's the least. 37. 37. Golden that plan. Whoa! <laughs> That's pretty good. So, as you break out of the bulk of the surrounding dust storm, uh, you hear the horn sound again, and you watch as skirmishers begin to ride out of the sides of the excavation site, you see dozens of them just pouring out, and you watch as many of the more uh, assault-based skirmishers, the massive tripod skirmishers beginning to, uh, the ruined skirmishers are also emerging from the outside. You watch as uh, dozens and dozens of Rhyloran warriors, juggernauts, the the ones that you fought a handful of at the side of fake Ludinus, charging in behind them as handfuls of other Rylorans hover in the air and drift in pursuit. Right as the opposite end of the dust storm breaks, you watch the entire assault begin to collide with the exterior. You watch as the Ember Rocks swoop in and unleash gouts of flame downward, and you watch as uh, explosions of fire hit some of the nearby watchtowers on the outside. This is an illusion, but you quickly grasp that spells are being flung from within the illusion as well to continue its buy and to damage the nearby sentries. You watch as the uh, the war beasts begin to charge forward right as some of the Rhyloran uh, war machine begins to assault from a distance. You watch as cannon fire and exploding payloads are thrown over at heavy arcs that detonate in the center. And you watch as the illusion uh, seems to react in time as some of these war beasts themselves skid over and plummet and explode on the side. As it does, you see a spray of crimson gorge out from an interior from inside the illusion. For the time being, it looks like it has begun. And in that moment, 
you all swallow hard, gather your nerves, and head in towards the nearest side of the Tishton site. That's where it ends. Yes, I can. Yes, I Good can. Good call, because it's going to be all elaborate yeah. and shit. Like we can do whatever you want. It's going to be it's going to be elaborate. It'd be fun to not break yeah, it up at this point of the tension, yeah, 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 yeah. and to give Travis's voice some rest. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to text. So. We're going to have to text some plans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't hurt for me to show you a little a visual perspective <laughs> of the thing you're gonna going to likely arrive at. Okay. What? This combat kit will be brought to you by WizKids Minis, first encountered on wow. the table by Bell's Hells. Now you can build your own broomstone embedded oh, hovering horror. The Shade Mother is sure to what? turn a few stomachs. Let her know. WizKids.io/slash/shade-mother. We're gonna go to our first foray into it. Oh, okay. look at these. And from these. your distance. From the only immediate shape that you see <laughs> is this. A friend. Yep. So this is to get to the gate. Yeah. This this itself is the the Entrance. actual lip of the pit of the excavation. Right, so bloody right. bridge is that way. Bloody bridge is, is kind in, of where, where I'm Matt standing is. right okay. here. That's the edge of the Grand Canyon, sort okay. of smaller, but yeah, for, further back than me. Instead but, yeah. of those okay. little binocular quarter things. What is that little <laughs> thing? You don't know. That's a robot. The little like snitch. As you get closer, you might make up more details of the environment, but we'll get to there uh, next session. Oh. So amazing. That all like from a turn to being said. Really yeah, I was just uh, having. Uh, Welcome back to the site of the Malleus Key <laughs> and the road to well, Ruidus. And now we're back. Bloody bridge. Yeah. All righty. Well, <laughs> set up for the next session. Good year. Good year. Oh, wow. Wonderful, happy holidays to all of you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in 2024 for what is to come. Oh, boy. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us. We love you very much. And it's a Thursday. Okay. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Critical Role. If you enjoyed the adventure, please leave a rating and review wherever you stream the Critical Role Podcast Network. Your story might inspire another listener to join the journey. Be sure to tune in to the next adventure. Until next time, this is Talis and Jaffe. See you soon. I live by routines, but I especially love my same-day delivery routine with Shipped. And my shopper knows this about me. When Sunday rolls around and I place my weekly stock-up order, Joe sends texts from the aisles. Wilted lettuce? Nah, hard pass. Deal on my favorite sparkling water? Whew, grab two. Fresh flowers just because? Hmm, sounds like a delightful idea. If you love routines that work for you, get shipped same day delivery. Shipped, delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com/slash high. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.